shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just soft to gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Podcast. We are Ursula the Sea Witch collectively. <laughs> we are both. <laughs> Do we start? Yes. Just now? yes. Oh no. I'm Katie Nordgren. I'm Chris Jeffa, and with us today. It's me, Fatima Dore! Yay! <laughs> oh my god, she just did it herself. That's against the rules. Ah, I break all the rules. Of course you do. Fantastic. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Fatima for is me. an awesome local comic. And I feel for... like awesome is a strong word. Well, you're awesome. <laughs> and like, a comic. Yeah, so right. you have this <laughs> separately. I you got a pretty go. good set on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I, la- I laughed a lot. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I was watching from backstage, feeling very cool, and I got to watch you on a closed circuit TV. <laughs> I was like, Fatima and I were on a show together on Tuesday, the pro am at uh, the Comedy Mix. It was my first time ever at the Comedy Mix. Which you was did very so exciting. great! Thank you. You had a great set. Kyle Ooh. said after you left, he was like, Katie had a good set. The only person I won't say who it was. <laughs> he said he said everybody had a good set except for one person, and it wasn't you. <laughs> okay, perfect. I'm glad I had a good set. I'm yeah. I'm slightly scared of Kyle Bottom, so that's exactly no, what. He thought you had a good set, so you should ask for another spot. I ah. will definitely do that because the comedy mix so far was one of my favorite shows that I've done. I don't know if it's uh, my best set that I've done, but I think it's certainly really the biggest great... crowd that I've ever performed to. Oh yeah, it's the best comedy club in town for a reason. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yuck yucks. <laughs> Sorry, I, yuck, yuck. Yeah, I did a like a weekend at Yuck Yucks with Todd Glass, and it was just like oh man, the staff were really nice. <laughs> yeah, the staff. Yeah, don't get me wrong, the staff at Yuck Yucks, I love the but staff at Yuck Yucks. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird the stage. Setup, is yeah. sort of terrifying. Like yeah. it's so bright. It's mm-hmm. so bright. It doesn't need to be that bright. Yep. I don't think not, like the mix is very all. bright, but it's not not nearly as like. Alien abduction. Deer in the headlights. Yeah. Yeah. The like, totally. mix is like ideal setup for a comedy club. Because you get to come through a fucking curtain. Yeah, which and then is you the go back thing. into the curtain. You like you don't have to walk through the crowd. The yeah. Know? It makes a difference. It keeps the mystique alive it a little does. bit. And so getting to hang better. out backstage with people is kind of fun because it's like you you don't have to be as quiet as you do like if you're in the audience. Exactly. You, could, you still have to be pretty quiet, but like you get to like talk shit about people and it's really fun. Yeah. You did lots of talking shit. It was really, really great. This is just making me have such like good memories of like when I was playing music and finally got to play at like the media club when yeah, it was still really good and got like to like sit thing. in the in the green room in the back as opposed to yeah just like sitting at the bar. Yeah. It's just and, same like, thing, oh, different man. scene. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But like coming through the curtain really makes a big difference. It's so oh, fun. It's I love it. So fun. I love it. I uh I yeah you don't get to do that at Laugh Lines unfortunately. <laughs> oh my god, god bless. no God bless. God bless they try. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> it's so close to my house. <laughs> oh no. Okay well it's, it's close I feel like to my you house should too. you should try to like really like resurrect the scene there somehow yeah i i I, I, hit, I hit it off friend wise with mark blue so i think yeah like, he's really nice he's a sweet pie he's so really, i feel like really i feel good. like i got young upstart ideas i think i could maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll, so if it's a little bit background noisy today all six of you who are listening uh it's super hot as it has been for the last couple months so we've got a fan going we've got our swamp cooler we might be able to hand hear us fans. melting yeah you can hear like sweat dripping off of us <laughs> so if there's extra rustling <laughs> We're just trying to stay alive here, so please don't be mad. Okay, so, ladies, 
Ladies. 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 <laughs> am I right, ladies? Ladies, am I right? You are. You are right. You are correct. What about those men's, ladies? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the uh, men's are not correct. They're not correct. They are not correct. That is feminism. <laughs> and that's how we do it. Um, so we do a little chicken. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen each other. Um, yeah, last, we last recorded with uh, Mr. Stephen Peaver. Yeah, so like ago. the last couple, we crammed in a bunch of episodes to uh, make it so that when Katie was away, we would have some stuff. And boy, yeah. fuck, am I embarrassed by those ones. The one with Stephen <laughs> was not so bad, but... The one before where we tried to do two in a row and I just got too fucking shittered. Like, people, if you listen to that, God bless you. And that was a heavily edited version. Yeah, we'll have to, like, <laughs> give them a prize I left something. in. I left in a lot of stuff. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Were you shittered while you were editing it? No. <laughs> I, did, I did some discerning. It was just at the end it just got off the chain where we just repeated the same thing over and over. We kept trying to end the podcast. And then it was like, okay, let's just do a quick wrap-up of what we talked about. And we did that, like, four times. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. Oh, no. So I felt like we were in the studio. It was like, do another take, do another take. So I copped together the best track. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, it was, it was something. Yes. So it was an experience. Bless We've you learned. guys. I'm very embarrassed. And so Learning after experience. after that weekend of just being an extreme dirtbag, I just had a very good self-care weekend. Oh, or a week, good. rather. Yeah. Just like let my liver do its business and without any kind of interference from yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel it's th- it's Thursday right now and I haven't had an alcoholic beverage since Saturday and I'm feeling not like mm, I'm so great, but I'm just like my body is like thank you, thank Whoa. you. You just spent a week in Portland. You did a lot of things to yourself. <laughs> it was, yeah. There's so much beer there, guys, and yeah. it's so cheap. Oh, it's so cheap. Why is alcohol so expensive here? Um, <laughs> Why we get everywhere taxes. I because hate taxes. Me too. It makes everything expensive. Why don't you go here. throw some tea in the sea then? <laughs> yeah, hate them so I much. will <laughs> if I can find some tea. <laughs> <laughs> Just like throw a rooibos in there. Just yeah. like, <laughs> take that taxes. <laughs> take that. And they'll I like cart me it. away to like this mental hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to do something a little more extreme. Throw a tea bag into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I don't know if I saw someone doing that. I'd be like, what's just wrong with that person? The ocean. <laughs> This is how guys do it, right? This is it. This is classy. <laughs> Sounds like a very classy thing, teabagging. Oh my goodness. That's how I If you do it, it in a British accent. <laughs> teabogging. That's not good. I'm sorry. Take that. Yeah, so I overdid it I don't pretty know, bad. I can't do it. When I was, I was in Portland. I just got back from Tell Portland. Tell us about Portland. I got back from Portland on Sunday after... It's been two days in Seattle and then like eight days in Portland, so I was away for ten. Uh, I wanted to do comedy in the States. It was one of my goals in the back of my comedy notebook was to do, to do stand-up in two cities at least that weren't Vancouver right this on. year. And I've done that That's already. A good goal. It's August, and I've met that goal, Yay. which I feel really good about. And I'm still going to try to do one in Victoria at some point, yeah. possibly. So keep I'll, pushing uh, past your goals. Just go to Ratfish. I would... I would Okay. <laughs> it sounds great. It's so. It's great. It's at the place uh, above the. It's in the hotel above Hecklers okay. in, in Victoria. Yeah, mm. it's that's, really... that, that's the that's their main and only yeah. club. I think Hecklers. Well, there's also a Yuck Yucks now. Oh. I haven't been to that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a Yuck Yucks out in like Abbotsford. I feel like that would count as not Vancouver. Oh, no, totally. Yeah, that's true. That's a very different scene. I'm so, I'm so different. You know what? I need to bomb. Like I haven't bombed yet. I've had not great oh. sets. I haven't had. Gr- I've had some sets that weren't great. I've had some sets that only got like a couple laughs or whatever, and it felt awkward or whatever. But I haven't truly eaten shit yet, and I feel oh, like Abbotsford's the place to do it. <laughs> Tell me about it. And then all that shit can be used to fertilize the cornfields yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, you got to do it so then it's not as like. 
a scary looming prospect. Exactly. What if they love it? What if they love it? They won't. It's all like just about <laughs> feminism and being queer. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, who the fuck is this who lady? The, who the fuck's this dark? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like it's not going to be mm-hmm. a good thing. Someone really needs to fuck her. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what they say. That's nice. basically what they say. You just need a, you just need a good man. Like, yeah. Ugh, no, I Garbage. tried that. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out penis is not the answer. <laughs> unless the unless the question is like what makes it a lot easier to pee standing up. Yeah. I guess a she-wee, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Those things work. Those I know. Things... I, I learned how to pee standing up without a she-wee in Africa. Oh my god. You That's gotta, impressive. You just gotta Muscles. hold. You gotta hold it in in a funny way, and then you also gotta push. <laughs> you gotta push, push and like angle your your torso mm-hmm. upward <laughs> so you don't pee on your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, who hates peeing in public at all, just uh, thinking of I don't go camping because I hate peeing outside. Oh, it's the worst. I I'll camping. do. I'll do it from time to time, but uh, pee outside. That is not go camping. God, I'm not an animal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You love yeah. to go camping. The last time I peed outside was when we invented this show uh, yeah. on on the beach in Gibson. So <laughs> yeah, it's necessary. So it's been to like a good outside. year since I've peed outside. Yeah. I want to say so. You know, I'd like say that. you're due. I say I'm due. Got a bomb on stage. Got a piss outside. All these things before the end of summer. You could probably find a way to do both at the same time if you're in Abbotsford. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just find yourself a good field. It's yeah. Just a good old field. They got a few of them there. Piss all over someone's corn. Just right Or I was going to say, like... I you, got your peaches and cream right here. If you, like, you bomb and then they say mean things to you and then you go pee on someone's car. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. What part of their car just like squat on the, on the I hood? I was just thinking on the tire, just like a little like just like a dog does. I don't know. Yeah, they, like, most people like... have the window open a little bit, just pee through the crack. <laughs> I think only you're tall enough to do that <laughs> okay, out of all yeah, three of us. And you've got your special like African pee <laughs> trick, and I'm like, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's true though, that's a very accurate description. Oh my god. <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, so Portland. Uh, Seattle was was kind of... I had a bit of a shit show experience in Seattle. Not to do with comedy, but to do with Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like, I love... I love Airbnb, straight up. I mean, I know they're the problematic fave for a company because, like, they're displacing lots of people who want to rent in San Francisco or New York or mm-hmm. Seattle or Vancouver and all these places. And I'm like... The sharing economy, blah, 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 lots of complexities. But I also, I used Lyft in Seattle and Portland, and I used Airbnb, and I was like, yes, I love the sharing economy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real bastard. Um, <laughs> so the Airbnb I stayed in was a shared one, but the other people I was staying with did not know that, and they were not happy to see me. And so it was super awkward, because the lady who was running it didn't tell us, didn't tell us about the other people who were going to be in there. So just like, it's that's, a surprise! Bad form. That's terrible. So those people I got, would demand a refund. Well, those people got <laughs> pissed, and they did, and they left, and they got a hotel. So they got a refund, yeah. and then I was like, sweet, I get the place to myself. That's good, it works like, out for great, because they left on the Saturday morning. I'm like, fuck, I get my Saturday, or my, sorry, Friday morning. I get my Friday night. And yeah. so that's how I'm living. 10.30 that night, I'm stoned off my tits. Yay! No bra on, <laughs> sitting just in my PJs, my like t- my ratty t-shirt, my tiny shorts. The door lock goes. <gasps> Somebody starts coming down the basement stairs. Do you like my Foley artistry here? And it's a fucking dude, first of all. It's oh, 10.30 no! at night. He's like, hi, I'm JP. I'm supposed to like be here in the Airbnb. I was like... Okay. The woman did it again. She didn't tell me that Ugh. a strange man was going to be entering the house at 10.30 to stay there. She just didn't think to text me or anything. She had my number. 
Could have just gave me a heads up. Didn't. Terrified me. Mm-hmm. A woman it's traveling so by herself who looks pretty visually queer. Yeah. Like, it's just a, a strange man at 1030 at night. That's a good thing to that have. That is so. unsettling as fuck. Mm. So it was super upsetting. I didn't sleep for two nights. I was really pissed off. But I complained to Airbnb. They just refunded me my money without any, like, yeah. nothing. Like, yeah. They were just like, so sorry that happened. Super unacceptable. Here's your money back. Nice. Like, thanks, Airbnb. And then the rest of my trip was amazing. That's great. So, so it worked so out. Yeah, I did a couple. I, ooh, it's Whoa. all good. It's a slippery carpet. <laughs> slippery slope. <laughs> we the got listeners some... at home, I'm a little fat. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. So are we. <laughs> fat girl. Girl podcast. <laughs> Woo! Boop, boop. Um, so the I did a couple open mics in Seattle. They were really great. I walked a ton because it's a very, very hilly city. And I also, it's super expensive to take a cab or whatever. And I was just drunk the whole time. So it wasn't going to happen. So I just walked like five miles home oh from God. each of my shows. Yikes. <laughs> it's fine. It was fine. My, my Fitbit was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're no, like, it's great. You're not supposed to walk this much. <laughs> you're you're a fat girl. You're not supposed to do this. But I did. But you did. But I did, and it was really fun. Um, and once I got to Portland, it was just smooth sailing. I stayed with my friend Nikki and her girlfriend Anna, and I got to hang out with a pit bull the whole week and this like yowly sweet little kitten, Aww. and just like be stoned the whole time. And do, I did like four sets, I think, while I was in Portland for the week. So nice. it was, like, nice and, ca- like, a casual amount, but I got to do some networking. Yeah. So, like, a quick little Portland shout-out, I guess, to Trevor Thorpe, Andy Main, and Barbara Holm. I want to go to Portland! And Chris Katami, <laughs> all these people who put me on their shows. And That's so, so nice. were so nice to me. Chris Katami's very... I'll give you all the all the hot tips yeah. if you want. Yeah. Because Ed, Ed Kanye was asking me, like, can you get... You got me some sweet hookups in Portland? I'm like, yes, let me be your... Let me be your facilitator. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love to do. So it was a... Just the best trip. Like, it was really, really fun. Had who's a bunch the, of really good Who's the sets. community developer witch this week? It's you. It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's Katie. I am a suit. And as a prior knowledge. Yes. <laughs> she called me a community developer witch one time. Yeah, oh. absolutely. She's a real... Chris has an amazing ability to just, like, know who you need to talk to at any given moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if you want... Oh, you want, a, you want a euphonium? I know exactly who you should talk to. I could to name for three people, actually, right <laughs> now, right off the bat. <laughs> Is Mythical Man one of them? Yes, of course. Yes, of course he is. That was the swamp cooler. <laughs> I don't know if they heard that on the podcast. I heard it. <laughs> Probably hear everything. Probably. Oh. It's too late. I've already seen everything. Uh, oh. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else about Portland? Uh, anything really noteworthy other than the fact that it just it always is what it needs to be. Just the main thing that made me feel really happy for you is that you slept a lot. Yeah. And you just felt good. Yeah. You felt healthy and vibrant and like full of energy. And yeah. it's like... You know, a lot of it probably had to do was that you were on vacation yeah. and you didn't really have anything that you had to do yeah. except for be creative, like so restorative. Totally. It made me so happy for you and I you was, were like that's a good trip. I was really yeah, happy. Yeah, Katie was like, Oh, Portland's my happy place it and is. I was like, Aww. Would you ever consider living there? And it's like, even though I'd miss you so much, like I want what I would I really want you to be happy. Chris is a good friend. He's yeah. a good friend. I don't think I wanna live in the States. Uh, mm-hmm. unless like it was, unless it was like, oh, Katie, you're suddenly super famous. Go to Los Angeles and be like, no, I would totally do it, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's like a 0.001% chance of happening. So, but Portland, what I'd really like to do is maybe take like a leave of absence and go for two months or something and just like get a sublet. Yeah. Because I feel like that's something you can do legally. Um, you can as long as you're not working there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I thought about maybe doing remote work or something because I think you can yeah. do that when you're traveling yeah. or like... Um, 
Because, yeah, you don't, you don't make money doing comedy, so it's yeah. kind of like if I could just save up enough and do it, that would be a really fun thing to do. So I'll definitely so cool. check it with the government first. Yeah, well, that's what I was There's thinking so about doing. There's so many comics that have gone down there and, like, I'll just work on the slide, and then they can never go back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to do that, but I've definitely seen some people, like, go down, do some, like, sizable shows, and then come back, and, and come like, back, I don't yeah. think that they have a work visa because it costs, like, $15,000 to get one. No. Yeah. So, I don't really know, but... You just have to There's be so careful. many things to... The, the good thing about being in a band is that you can go down under, like, pseudonyms or you just yeah. are on the band name and it doesn't necessarily, like, it's hard to make the connection, but as exactly. a solo comic, yeah. so you're like, I'm going as my name, so then my name is on a Facebook post or my name is on, like, whatever, yeah. poster, promo... For me, I think, I think the fact it. that I'm an amateur yeah. comic is helpful because, like, you really, truly don't make money yeah. as an amateur comic. Like, you might make money if you work the door <coughs> or... If you host or mm -hmm. something like that. But yeah. generally, if you're doing a feature spot or something, you rarely get paid. Our show tries to pay all of our features. But that's just yeah. because we're better than everyone. <laughs> not not at everything, just at management, probably. We also have a really nice venue to work with. Comedy so socialists. Comedy socialists. So I, I, think that's, I think that's it for Portland. Just that my drive back fucking sucked. And coming back had the worst, like, reacclimatization ever. Like, it was just <laughs> so hard to come back. I was just mad at everybody for about two days. Yeah. <laughs> like, no... This like cried Portland. going over the bridge, like where where you go, just like you leave Portland and immediately you're outside of the outside of the state, right? Like yeah. you're immediately in Washington and you go over the bridge. And it's like now leaving Oregon, entering Washington. I was like, was so ugly. Aww. Washington cannot be left alone with those devices. Oh God, are you making more Hamilton references? Of course I am. <laughs> oh my God, I love Hamilton. Oh yay! <laughs> okay, because when Steve Venegas was on, he he and Chris were all about Hamilton. And I was like, I don't really like it yet. It's the best. It's pretty fucking good. We did cover this in our drunk episode as I'm well. I'm sure we did. I had to cut out a lot of you yelling, Hamilton! Cause it, Hamilton! Because <laughs> it cut out the mic constantly. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I he knows what to do in the trench and he's fluent in French and me. Mm. You're going to yeah. have to use him eventually. What's he going to do on the bench and me? I said that to, I said that to, to my partner... He said something, and we were planning a camping trip. Yeah. And he was like, okay, so I've planned this, and we're going to do this with food and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, no one has, like, more resilience or matches your practical, tactical Dude, brilliance. brilliance. And he was like, that's beautiful. I'm like, thank, thank you. you. I, I wrote it myself. I, yeah, it was all me. <laughs> Not some guy named Lin-Manuel Miranda. I know. I was like, that's from musical theater. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God, I liked it. Ooh. I've made Ed cringe so much this week. I actually yeah. said as well there was a dog in a coffee shop, and I was like, Ed, I'm going to say something weird. He's like, okay. I'm like... That dog looks like a dog that I follow on Instagram. <laughs> and then he just didn't talk to me for a really long time. <laughs> what? I love it. He's what like, an old grump. I know. It's great. He uses Instagram, but he probably doesn't follow cute dogs on there. I follow He's a lot of dogs and cats. Mm -hmm. I follow more cats than dogs, though. But I do love dogs. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm very glad we cleared that up. Yes. <laughs> Let us be clear. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. A I, wrote a, fizzy, fizzy I wrote a parody song for Weird Al Karaoke. Ooh, oh, tell us, tell us. About Hamilton! Oh, oh my God. I did it to the tune Sorry. of Hamilton, because it, it was like, well, because it was like Alexander Hamilton. Oh, instead of, okay. Instead this of Alexander Hamilton, I did Kimberly Kardashian. Ooh. Oh, my God. So you wrote like a history yeah. of like... That's brilliant. My favorite, my favorite verse was... The not sober, careless poser with too much shoner got a lot grosser by being a man poacher, by being a rod choker, by being a dick smoker, by routine. <laughs> She's followed by paparazzi and motors. Oh my god! That is fucking You're awesome. Brilliant. Yeah. 
We, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> did, did we do that on our sleepover uh, episode or just when we were having our sleepover? Because yeah. we got really excited about how many different things you can slot into a six-syllable uh, name or statement. I love that. And we were, so we were thinking about, like, oh, a, like what about science teachers, like, yeah. trying to use Should we give it away? This is our brilliant sketch idea. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever going to come to fruition because okay. I think it would cost a lot to put on because we have to get a school. We yeah. have to, like rent a space or something but yeah to get uh like you just go to school in the summertime it was basically a psa to be like teachers that are not cool enough are using hamilton to make kids excited about other subjects other than <laughs> history stop doing that so we're like what about chemistry it could be like graduated cylinder <laughs> or any have other... a graduated <laughs> cylinder and there's a million things to fill in her <laughs> just, just, just you, you wait. wait just you wait <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was definitely looking to Hamilton on the drive over today. So yeah, it is a grand. It's thing. a problem. It's what is it about musicals that are so addictive about they're them? So like addictive. they're so they're so addictive. They're my crack. <laughs> what are your favorite musicals? Oh, <gasps> Hamilton. <laughs> I'd say number one now is Hamilton mm-hmm. for sure. Have you seen it live? Or just, no, it's uh, my dream. What a mean thing to ask someone. <laughs> mm. Have you seen it live? Yeah, I just spent I like the $1,500 that I easily oh, made as a comedian on one ticket. <laughs> yeah, I would though if I had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now the original cast is not going to even be there. Yeah. There was a fucking woman on Twitter. She's really nice. But like, <sighs> she was like, okay, I have a douchey thing to ask. <laughs> Has anyone that has actually seen Hamilton live do you want to talk to me because I just saw it live and I don't want to talk about it where everyone can see because I don't want to make everyone think that I'm an ass but just seeing it live just made so many more things make sense and I just need to talk about it with someone I was like no! fuck you fuck you fuck you yeah that is so funny I would just good. send like a picture of that you know that Pepito that like the frog <laughs> the sad frog or yeah the meme frog <laughs> the meme frog Pepe Pepe, yeah! That Pepito would be his son, probably. Pepito is the baby one. The sadder, babier one. <laughs> yeah. That would be how I'd feel about it. Yeah, well, I was in I was in New York last May, and it was kind of when it was, like, getting to be a thing. Yeah. And then it just, like... It blew extremely up! Extremely blew up. Like, tickets were still available for, like, four or five hundred dollars at that point. And I was like, now. <laughs> now that seems reasonable. My mom and I were like... My mom doesn't really like hip hop, so I was like, I was oh, like, no. she might not like, but she probably would love it though, actually. But we ended up going to see Matilda instead, oh. which was excellent. That's Tim Minchin's musical about, oh, yeah. you know, Roald Dahl's Matilda. Which oh, yeah. Was great. Um, but she really wanted to see the Carol King musical, and it was too expensive. Mm. It was like, bucks. She wanted to see, it's called Beautiful. Aww. It probably would have been. I love Carol King. So. Yeah. That's nice. So, so Hamilton's a fave. Do you like like the classic cheese ball ones like oh, yeah. Phantom yeah. and Joseph? And oh yeah, I, I remember Joseph. in middle school we did a a, a rendition of uh, Joseph uh, and it was the best. <laughs> and I auditioned for so many roles, but then they only put me in the course, and I was so sad. Oh, <laughs> they they put it on at my high school actually the year after I graduated, and my friend Kelly, who I had been in a bunch of productions with in junior high, got to play Joseph. Oh cool! Aww. And it was it was like right around the time he just was about to come out, which was Danny kind of fun. Osmond, or... Oh no 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 oh, no no friend. no! My friend Kelly, who was <laughs> he... I thought Kelly was a lady. No, Kelly's a dude. Uh, and he it was funny because I I'd, I'd worked with him and he was like two years younger than me or something, maybe three. And because in junior high he was still basically a child, yeah. right? Just like a little bony kid. And then he comes out as Joseph in like a loincloth, basically like a like a Ew. Egyptian kil- kilt yeah. or whatever. And I was like. Oh no! <laughs> oh no no no! You've become a man since I last saw you. <laughs> this is weird. 
He was wonderful as Joseph. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure he's still doing musical theater like cool. 10 years That's later. That's awesome. So. I think he might be I'm in like, the so Gay Men's Choir or something. Mm-hmm. And... We uh, we didn't have musical theater at my high school because it was too small. We didn't really have Aww. like the biggest drama program. There was lots of like improv and we did like a play a year, but it was more yeah. of like comedy and a lot of like write your own sketches and stuff. But there was community musical theater. Nice. So it would be like ever, like all the grandparents and all the like aspiring Musical theater people, basically, and then the symphony orchestra, like, but it's from, like, the whole Sunshine Coast. I feel like a lot of people were in their late teens, early 20s, and then a bunch of people in their 50s and 60s. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Community community theater. Anybody working full-time just can't do it. Yeah, exactly. And I was on the crew always. It was really fun. Nice. We did, uh... What did we do? It was the Music Man was the big one that I worked on. Oh, yeah. 76 trombones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Wells Fargo wagon. Yeah. You know, I don't like the music man. No. <laughs> I hate the music man and I hate Oklahoma. I hate any Western musicals. Uh, Oklahoma's not that bad, but yeah. it's I like got the, I, I can't say no is a good song and everything else can can go away. <laughs> Sweet it's little so Surrey with the fringe on top. No. My mom took me to see it and we left halfway through. <laughs> She's like, This sucks, let's go. Oh, yeah. He's like, Yeah, Brenda, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. It was, mom knows. My mom 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 knows for sure. So Yay. Yeah, musical is pretty great. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what's your favorite other than Hamilton? Um, well, we already talked about this on our podcast. Well, you know what? You know how often <laughs> other podcasts bring up the same thing over and over? Like, how many times has Pete Holmes mentioned Dr. Gary Penn, whose book is available now? Oh, yeah. I bought it. <laughs> Did you buy it? <laughs> I'm such a fucking sucker. I well, I just ordered me undies, so I mean, oh, who's to say? So many years of hearing the same commercial, I've I never know, bought a me undie. Well, I was just kind of like... I'm, I'm running out of ideas. I can't find out where I like, so oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to come to my house. No, when I was really deep into Pete Holmes' podcast, because I was working night shifts, and I would just listen to, like, three-hour podcasts in a row, like, over and over, like, I yeah. would listen to, like, two or three a night mm-hmm. on a 12-hour night shift, um, I, like, I got... Dr. Gary Penn's book, and then it was like, people who bought this book also bought Pete Holmes' comedy special and Rob Bell's book, so I was like, yes, yes, and I I took a screenshot, I sent it to Pete Holmes, I was like, look at Amazon, you've influenced, he's like, wow, that's so cool, (laughs) so now I just keep them next to each other on the bookshelf, and they're very, like, unrelated, but I like both of them, one's like a real self-esteem workbook, and the other's about Jesus, (laughs) but like, Jesus in a cool way. I don't mind Rob Bell talking about Jesus, he's cool, he's an okay guy, from what I've been able to tell, but, uh. Yeah, that we do. But what did what was it though? Just refresh my memory. What was your favorite musical? Oh, uh, Phantom of the Opera and like any it's, Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. Right, we did Evita. Talk about that. Evita, I actually never yeah. seen Evita. Ooh, but with don't the one. cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> the fact that you've got a fan too that you're yeah, using like, like a handheld fan. It also it, it says hashtag shade on it, it which I love. It's a RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> <laughs> fucking fan from the Pride Parade. Nice. <laughs> There's two of them. She has both of them in her purse. <laughs> and I'm using the, one. These are the, the three fans that I carry with me at all times. These are the sweet, sweet perks of working for Out TV. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Free fans. Free, free fans. What have you been up to, Fatia? Yeah. Like, we've been friends for a while. We've been friends for so long! And, and then it was like, oh, you're doing, like, awesome comedy stuff yeah. now, and then, then you're also working on a TV show. So and... you knew Fatima before she did comedy? Oh, yeah! yeah you don't know! I really didn't! Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's fine. Yeah. Um, we met through my, uh... Terrible ex. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's just never mention it. Yeah, that's that all the mention he gets. Um, but, uh... Yeah, how's it been going? It seems like you're it's doing really so well. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's like a really, it's like a whirlwind. Because I went from like, I, how I started comedy, I used to go see 
stand-up shows at like the comedy clubs. Mm -hmm. And then I went to see an amateur show that uh, my friend Susie Rossum ran at Goldie's. And it was was the roast of Chris Gaskin. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a hilarious night. Did we have Gaskin or Griffin as our host last month? I can't remember. Oh, that's bad. There's too many Chris's in Vancouver comedy. Yeah, probably Griffin. (laughs) Yeah, it was Griffin. He had a beard. But Gaskin, uh, it was a fun night. But there were a couple of people on that show where I was like, yikes, if these people can do comedy, I certainly can. (laughs) (laughs) So then I talked to Susie after. I was like, hey, Susie, uh, how do I start comedy? (laughs) And she's like, I run an open mic. I can put you on next week if you come back on Thursday. Wow, nice. So I did. And then I went. And it was okay. But I feel like the the thing that really hooked me is that I came up with a line on the spot that made everybody laugh. Oh, and good. then I was like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> Did I just do improv? Yeah, I just improvised a line that was better than anything I wrote. Nice. That's so so, I kept that's doing such a it. short that's such a short uh, duration between deciding to do it and doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, like a week. I Four days, I think. I didn't do stand up until I'd already taken a class. Like I didn't I did my first set after taking level one at instant theater. That's a nice way to do it too though. It was it's like a way to like work up to the stage. Babied into it. It, which is yeah. so good, but it's also like now I'm so scared that something bad's gonna happen and I'm gonna be so mad because I've already like kind of semi-established myself as a very new amateur. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, now people might actually remember if I fuck up in front of them. That's <laughs> fine. Every I had so many horrible sets. I still have horrible sets. A lot less than my first year, <laughs> but I still definitely have bad sets. Everybody has bad sets, mm-hmm. and if you screw up, that's fine. <laughs> it is. It is. But I have to have I have to do them frequently enough so it's like. Not just, like, one show a week, and then I fuck up, and then I'm just dead till the next one. Well, totally. You to gotta go. hustle. You gotta hustle. Tough. The hustle's tough. It's very tough. <laughs> you just go, do, 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 the hustle! Wait, we have to stop before we do eight seconds. <laughs> we have to pay whoever does the hustle. Is it uh, chic? I don't know. Mm. No clue. I'm, I'm not paying. Don't, yeah. don't email me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You hear that? We're not paying. <laughs> Take that whatever band did that song. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's, well, that's good. That's yeah. it's just, good, good advice to just keep grinding it out. Just keep them. grinding mm-hmm. and keep, there's, it's crazy. Cause there's people who have been doing it longer than me, like much longer and they're out there doing shows, but they're doing the same jokes <laughs> and they don't like work on those jokes. And that's also like so important to me. Yeah. like, you have to work on you your shit. Change. Yeah. You have to change or yeah. like, what's the point? I don't. I don't even like doing the same set twice. Like yeah, I, tr- me too. I try I hate to. It. I try to like move at least one joke around so it's not doing the same five or seven exactly. all the time. I hate all my jokes. <laughs> I like a lot of I your jokes. I want them to all go away. Yeah, I like my new like, ones a lot. I'm yeah. I'm tapped out. I've already said these so many times. Yeah. God damn it. My cervix They're joke my... is still brand new. So it's like it's only about three weeks old. So I love it. It's so exciting, much. right? It's, I love it so much. It's like my <sighs> baby, and then another baby's gonna come around. I'm gonna abandon this one in a well. Yeah. <laughs> I hate all my babies now. <laughs> you hate every one of your babies. Yeah, I lock them all in cages. So I don't want them to come out. I'm try- oh my god, I'm trying to remember. You did one that, like, towards the end, that you did a couple that were, like, that made people so uncomfortable, and I was like, this is my favorite. Yeah. They were, like, it was like, oh, is there racial tension in the yeah. room right now? Oh, exactly. Which is so, like... People always get weird about that the stuff. The second you Vancouver. say, like, something about going to Africa, and they're like, ooh, and you're like... What? You're like, um, hello, I am black. <laughs> you can see. I don't know if you know, but my parents are from Africa. Yeah, so, so my, totally I don't know if you know, fine. my name is yeah. Fatima Dore. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just wearing a costume right just now. Like, I'm white under this. <laughs> oh, no. 
Secret, <coughs> secret Oreo. Oh, yeah. God. That's bad. And that's a secret, actually. <laughs> Very obviously You do Oreo. really like pro wrestling a lot for... Yeah, I used to really love it when I was a kid, but, uh, and then my, after dating my boyfriend, who's in super into wrestling, he kind of got me back into it, but it was never really something I followed as in my adult life up until, like, a couple years ago. Yeah, my <laughs> wife is so into wrestling, so now I know so yeah, much about see, it. you just absorb it. Yeah. It's just like, it, it happens around you, then you just retain oh, I the knowledge. I kind of love it. I sort of love it. I just think it's so funny, because, uh, SummerSlam is on Sunday, and I have a show, we have, we're, I'm producing a show that's on Sunday at Big Rock, and... Uh, I had asked your boyfriend to maybe host if he wanted to, because he's a comic too, and he's like, you know, I can't. I'm, I have a previous engagement. I'm so sorry. He's watching fucking SummerSlam. He's just watching SummerSlam at home. a paid position. He's like, I gotta watch the Wrestle Boys. Yeah. I gotta see those Wrestle Boys. It's the second biggest event of the year. WrestleMania is the only bigger one. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's, I don't know. You're like, Chris is just like, I have no idea. It's, it's fine. It's just like, over here. There's a couple, there's a couple, uh, acts that I, I just love New Day so much. Oh my God. New Day is so great. I'm mostly in it for the butts. They have wrestling. The most, it's, it's three mostly guys. Mostly in it for the butts. They're three, they're three black dudes. Uh, Xavier Woods is my favorite. He did like, post I was, something like, on Tumblr yes, and I, I was did. like, he's that's so smart. smart. He's like a he's sexy a PhD. nerd. Yeah. He's, he's an education PhD. He's, he's going like 31 to or something like oh. that. He's super young and he plays the trombone in like in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so it's the best. And he dresses the like best. he loves anime and goes to conventions and yeah. all that stuff. I'm like, mm -hmm. Did you know he has a, a video game uh, yeah, I did. web series? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. The yep. Best. He's just they're, they're just so fun. Like it's just the idea that these three guys who like are so big and tough and they just don't take themselves or anything seriously, yeah. but they go <laughs> and they wrestle so they they're such good wrestle boys. Ah. Uh. As, as you as you do, and uh, they just always have the best, most colorful, beautiful costumes. Yeah. So there's just something so joyful about it. It's so anti attitude era, like cause exactly. that's 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 you probably that might ring a bell for you from like high school. Nope. No, you didn't on the okay because at Sands. Which is kind of like a ditchy junior high. Yeah. Everybody was wearing an Austin 316 shirt in grade oh, yeah. seven, like, oh. or grade eight. Oh, yeah. I do remember. And everybody Stone was Cold. pulling like Stone Cold, Mankind, doing like the Rock eyebrow, the Rock oh. eyebrow, well, or like, like the they'd rock. ask you the question, they'd be like, "Hey, Chris, what do you think about this?" What do I think? About it doesn't matter what you think about this. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name no, is. I don't like it. That's what the Rock used to do to people. <laughs> do you guys smell that? I think I think that's very mean. Do you guys smell I mean, that? It is mean. I'm just kidding. Do you smell that? I think it's uh I think it's what the rock is what cooking. The rock is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it was the um, era where the rock still had hair. So. Do we have to pay the rock now? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, the rock it. can come and take its payment in kind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll only do it in person. Just, uh, if you would like to come and talk to a pile of beautiful curvy women. <laughs> but we must touch you while we are talking. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, we I'm a big fan of the rock. But yeah, oh, yeah, he's gotta be charming, charming, handsome man. He's so cute. It's pretty good. He's we, we such a hard worker, which like only makes him sexier. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Respect, man. Respect for the rock. <laughs> I just I can like, just talk about the rock for an hour, pretty much. I just don't too. like mean bits. <laughs> yeah, he's not mean now. Even if it's just like interrupting or like I. When again, so I mentioned working with Todd Glass, he like introduced me to Rory Scovel, and he was oh, like, Rory's "Oh, we'll great. do we'll do a bit where we pretend that Rory hates you." And and he, I'm like forcing him to talk to you, and I'm like, I don't like where this is going. And then they did it. I felt so like they were being so mean to me. Aww. I just can't hang with comics, you guys. They're too mean. Yeah, they're always trying. To I'm do just bits. too much of a, I'm too much of a wuss, and like take it actually like seriously. He was like, mm. uh -huh, and, like giving me all this attitude, and then Todd Glass was like, it's a bit, it's okay. I was like, I'm legit kind of upset. Oh no! It's, it's like cool. It's a bit. I'm like, such a weenie. <laughs> I would like 
I wouldn't like that either. I know. I just, there's, it's a real, like, it's a thing. And I, it's like, we didn't have to do a bit. You could have just said, hi, nice to meet you, and then left and never spoken to me again instead of teasing me for 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely have met a lot of very sweet boys in the local scene. Like, there's yeah. the guys that I work with, Kyle and Justin, are, like, the nicest men that I've pretty nice. much ever. They're very sweet guys. There's a lot of really nice people, and there's people who are really funny who just, like, have a little attitude, like, because they've been working for a long time and they've got egos, so, yeah. like, why not? But I don't, I don't try to get in with I don't them. like that. I, like, <laughs> I don't either. I get it, though. Yeah, right? Like, I get yeah. it, and I know that why they have it, and I don't really respect it, so I don't try to get in with them, generally yeah. speaking. I just, like, want to talk to, like, cool people who want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> who are funny. That's, like, when I walked in and... You were there, and Maddie was there on Tuesday. It was just, like, great. Yeah. I get to talk to two, like, it's cool fun. ladies. and. Mm-hmm. I do, I do enjoy, like, taking the piss out of each other, though. That is very fun, but it's like, I have to really know you and know yeah. that you love me and care oh my about God, me. Exactly. Yeah. There has it's to like, be a can, level of You and comfort. I can drag each other, Yeah, I sure. can tell, like, Katie, it's like, shut up and just leave a negative Airbnb review. Like, God exactly. damn it. Yeah. I can't. What if the lady who was horrible to me doesn't like me? <laughs> and then I can just make fun of you for that forever. Please do. Yeah. I deserve it. <laughs> Did you leave a review? I did. It was negative. Okay, good. It, but it was couched. Oh. It was couched quite politely. Yeah, she's like, I think that some communication could possibly be improved. In the oh, man! God damn it, Katie. Guess I would have been less. like, if you go to this place, prepare to be ambushed by strained men in the middle of the night. Yeah. I would have at least said, you know, like, this was unacceptable behavior. I did yeah. about that. And then yeah. I said some nice things about, like, the place was well-appointed. You know, there were some good amenities. But it's oh like, God. Katie, you gotta think about the people that are coming after you. Like, you yeah. want to help prevent some kind of a, like, terrible disaster. Well, I was coming back around to, because I got the list of stuff we were, like, maybe gonna talk eh. about here. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Well, we didn't really check in eh. with you. Or I guess we did about yourself. Um, yeah, I was just saying I had, like, a self-care week because I had a real dirtbag weekend, and, you know, I try to live <laughs> yeah. a balanced lifestyle. Good. <laughs> just really swinging the pendulum from one side to the other a lot. That's, that's how life <laughs> works, man. That's how, that's how your grandfather clock important. keeps ticking along. If it just stayed in the middle... You'd die. Yeah, there would be no motion, you'd just be dead. So you gotta keep it moving. Yeah, back right? and forth, back and forth. But I just, you know, oh, it just reiterates that self-care is really boring. As so much as boring. it's lovely, like, I don't know, I just went to bed early and, like, watched some TV shows and... That sounds great it to was, me. It was delightful. But yeah. I definitely was like, now I want to do something. And so then, you know, right at the end of the week, wound up, like, going up to the beach and going swimming with people and... Yeah. That was a sincere Good. delight. I went to Rec Beach with past guest Allison, and we just, like, swam nude in the waves, and it was... Oh, God, that place scares me. <laughs> <laughs> just the nudity or the stairs? Uh, stairs and nudity. Stairs, nudity, creeps. <laughs> Those are my main fear factors with Rec Beach. Yeah. I did fall up the stairs, and oh. my oh, knee still, all... oh, still bummed that. up. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Maybe. That was not fun. No. But, uh... That's terrible. Well, you felt uh, at the end of the day going up? I don't remember. <laughs> It was well, something if it's on the up way home. The stairs is probably on the way up. Yeah, true. It was something <laughs> on the way home. Anyway. <laughs> so again, not so much of a self-care day, but it was because no. I went and swam in the ocean. Yeah, yeah you need to be in the so. ocean as much as possible, and you get to do that all next week. Yes, so I'm going to go and do even more. I like worked all week this week at work, and nice. now I get to go for a week and just to a cabin on a Gulf Island. <laughs> Where do you work now? What do you do? I work for a politician. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I cool. particularly like how you pronounce yes, that. Indeed. Oh, yeah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. put the right emphasis on the right syllable. Indeed. And, like, work has just been feeling a lot better Good. lately. Um, it's almost I, like you're getting into the swing of exactly. things. Exactly. It's like, I need to remember that starting a new job is hard and the learning curve is hard. And so sometimes, yes. like... Just give yourself some time to ease into it. It's not that you're not good at it. You just need to learn, and it takes yeah, time. And there is a curve. Patience, etc. Absolutely. So things are, are doing very, very well. 
I'm managing my shit a lot better. Yeah. And, like, lots of people are saying that I'm good at it and stuff, so Yay. that feels good. It's so I don't gratifying know. to hear that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Huzzah. But I also get some vacation time, which I'm very excited about. Mm, I'm so glad that you get to have a, a whole week to just, like, just go in the ocean, because that's your fave. Yeah. I haven't swum at all this year. Really? Isn't that sad? I really gotta get in the water. Oh, man. Same too. thing happened last year. Like, I just didn't get in the water till mid-August, and then I did a couple times, and mm-hmm. it was good, but I just... I wish that there was, like, a roped-off area... Even though it's gross, I would like to have something, like, because I live in New West, right? I live really close to the Fraser River. I'm like, if there was just, like, something, mm-hmm. like, you just get into some fresh water at you any given time. You could just go time. run in that water park with the hammocks down at the dock. That's true. It's not the same as swimming, mind you, but I, I could know. just play in the water park with a bunch of two- and three-year-olds. Because be I would, like, because <laughs> I go by myself constantly. I'll just, like, go, can I get, like, an adult-sized child swimsuit? Like, that has, like, the little ruffles and, like, a b- bumblebee wings on the back or something like that? <laughs> Probably. I would love There's that. There's the internet. I just, like, go and just, like, stomp on people be like, is she okay? <laughs> like, is she, do you have a handler or something? I'm like, no, nope, I'm just a freewheeling lady. You're just a fun-loving kind of gal. I just like a child swimsuit with dinosaurs all over yeah, it. Yeah, you're just embracing your inner child. Which yeah, is why a, do the kids have to get to have all the dinosaurs? Better than other people's children at the water park, probably. <laughs> oh, well, a million times better than that. They wouldn't like that very much at no. all. I don't think so. Oh my gosh. It is so hot, though. Yeah. Do oh. we want to... Uh, How far we... in are we? 40 minutes? Um... Take a... Can, can we... <laughs> I just have one last gross item on here, and then we could maybe take oh, a Oh, yeah. Break. Oh, and then we can talk about the other Portland thing, too, that... Uh, are reconceptualizing our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, I love it. Your yawn was perfectly placed. That, <laughs> that was, was like, perfect. Really. Oh. Well, it's just... Okay, so what, what we started writing down before we started recording today was just the phrase, and I'm very sorry, Mom and Dad, was crushing pussy. Oh, yeah! <laughs> My mom hates the word pussy, so whatever, it's fine. Um, I don't more comfortable with it now as am I. for some reason. Yeah. Just saying it enough. Um, pussy. Why were we talking about it on Tuesday? Like, I truly can't remember what started the conversation. Me we just neither. kept saying it. But it became a thing. <laughs> over and over. And it reminded me of something that my friend said in Portland. It was about some a guy that, that she had slept with at some point. She's like, or she was like, I don't think I could ever pick a dick out of a lineup. And I was like, I'm sure I could oh, pick too. a dick out of a lineup. Sure. Like, I just me- I memorized that, right? Like, I could charcoal sketch so many of the ones that I've seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. Um, but she was like, I don't know if I could... Oh, wait, no, no. There was one that I could remember because he had, like, a big, like, a like a port wine birthmark on his, on his penis. So it was, like, a big pink splotch. I'm like, Whoa. oh, my God. It was, like, Gorbachev or something. Like, and then I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The role-playing. Oh, my God. You could call your pussy Reagan and then say, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this pussy. <laughs> Show Ronald Reagan how you feel. <laughs> it's just like some Cold War sex play, you know? <laughs> Crush that Reagan. <laughs> Crush capitalism. Tear, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> okay. Say no Birth to Mark. puss. I mean, say yes to puss. You should always say yes to puss. I guess I don't know. Should you? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was that was something that made me laugh very hard uh, while we were down there, and oh then it, she laughed about it for like half an hour and was like, "I can't believe I didn't pull that one out because that would have been very funny in the moment." Yeah. <laughs> Gorbachev is a bit of a bit of a like reference that you have to reach for. It's kind of a bit yeah. of a deep cut uh, for somebody who was only born in the eighties. Yeah. But I feel like if there's well, anybody we who's around. like forty two who's listening to this, they'd be like, "Ha ha ha ha!" Yeah. <laughs> I also remember the eighties. <laughs> Oh man, let's I take... wonder if I could pick a dick out of a lineup. 
You probably could. I just have never tried, like, in a lineup, because it's like, I know the one attached to the person. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, and, and I could recognize, like, from far away that there was a dick over there, but, like, if you had all, of, like, a bunch but of But if people, it was a dick that you've seen a lot before... You probably recognize it. I mean, it. I imagine. If you, like, if it was someone you knew across the street, you'd be like, I know that person. <laughs> if it was, if they, if they, it was like, okay, one of these dicks is one you've seen before, and can you pick out, Ooh. can you pick out the one you've seen before, and can you, do you know who it is? I feel like I could manage that challenge. Yeah. But maybe not if it was, like, every guy I've ever slept with, like, lined up. Yeah, with just, match like, the, match the dick to the dude. That I would, but, but then I would be able to, like, at least go, like, okay, well, I can see your relative height from where your oh, dick falls Oh, but what if they all, this. what if they all stood on different heights of boxes, so Well, you then could, I'm fucked, Chris! And I <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just trying to plan your next birthday party. <laughs> oh my god, you know exactly what I want for my birthday. <laughs> Aw, friendship. <laughs> Is that a good place for a break? Yeah, sure. Right, we'll love we'll, uh, right birthday. Back. Break time. We're back. And we're front two. Sorry, my mom makes that joke all the time. I'm just thinking about my mom a lot today for Aww, some reason. That's oh, nice. I'll give her a call after I and then if you don't do it, she'll listen to this and be like, why didn't you call me? You didn't call me on Thursday. <laughs> she ought to call my mom, She's too. Not, I call, she probably won't listen to this, though. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> she might. No. Yeah. I don't know your mom. I don't know what she's about. That's true. I don't know much about her I don't her know what Mama Dora is up to. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> it sounds so dark. She off on a journey discovering herself? Yeah. No, <laughs> she's just at home in Burnaby. <laughs> That's so close. It's so far, though. It's not. It's very close. <laughs> Yeah, I called my mom today as well because I realized I left her hanging. She texted me yesterday and was like, I'm free all day and I'm at my desk, so whenever you want to call, I'm like, Aww. I totally will in the afternoon. Forgot completely. I'm picturing her sitting there like like, yes. like um, Mrs. Kerbapple waiting for Woodrow to show up for their oh. date, which is like, for some reason there's a candle on her desk and it's oh, just burning it's just burning down. out. Also, why are they having a date at school? <laughs> 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 Why is my mom burning a candle in her office in the daytime? <laughs> burning a candle at one end. Yes. In her office in the daytime. But, uh, so then I, I called her today and it was very sweet. And she's like, oh, you know, I was going to retire and all this. And then I got offered this job. And then, oh, I also am probably going to be a chef, like, at this restaurant in Gibson's, just part-time. And is she a really good cook? Or? Yeah, she used to work at a Turkish restaurant for a long time. So that's Whoa. why she makes fucking bomb-ass spinach pies, man. I've never eaten your mom's cooking, I don't think. Haven't you? She might have had, she might have made me breakfast. Yeah, chow mein. She does a really good chicken chow mein thing. Oh, my God. Oh, I love yeah. chow mein. Hook me up, Joanna. Yeah, she's a really good cook. I just love yeah, she's great. And so it's just like, just mom, mom, like, mom so after you retire, you now have like four jobs lined up. And she's like, well, I'm not going to stop working. I'm just going to retire. <laughs> like, um, I think you definition of retirement. <laughs> well, retiring from the like solid oh, from... union job she's had for a really long time. But then she'll get a good pension. That's the thing. She's going to make mad bank. Mm -hmm. Make that bank. But then she's very much the self-sacrificing person. She's like, well, I was offered a job at my same workplace, but it would be excluded. So then I'd make my pension and be working. Oh. And I'm like, well, that sounds good. That's what a lot of people do. They retire early. They collect their pension. They go and like work as a contractor. Yeah. Um, because you can't. It's not great in terms of union solidarity, but... Who fucking cares? Whatever. Yeah. Get yours. She did her and, time. Uh, but, yeah, because she's been working there for, like, 40 years. Whoa. And, yeah. uh, and, but then Forget she's like, oh, it. but I don't really want to do that because it could be taking away a spot from somebody who could actually really use it and I'd be making my pension. I'm like, you're so sweet, mom, but also do what you want. Yeah. I, do we get switched at the hospital or I something? Think so. Sometimes I wonder because I'm so much more like Joanna and you're a little bit more like my mom's in some ways. But I, I think, think it's because we had the opposite mom that we are kind of, so I'm my mom's coach of, like, do what you want, take 
take care of yourself. Oh, and I soften my mom up a lot. And you soften your mom up a little bit. There you go. That's so funny. I think that's Complimentary daughters and mothers. Yeah. Great. I just think it works okay. your mom like, my mom's real cool. (laughs) She didn't have to be. She made you. (laughs) Her mom's like the kind of woman that like inspires other African ladies to follow her. (laughs) Like, like Oprah. Yeah, my mom's, my mom's a Somalian Oprah. <laughs> Somalian Oprah. Like, literally, my mom moved to Montreal uh, a few years ago with my all of my the rest of my family, and then they decided Montreal wasn't for them, so they moved back. This French bullshit. Yeah, they're like, no, no, no. Uh, but when she moved, two different families that were, like, single mothers and their kids all moved with her. What? Just yeah. like a whole crew. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were amazing. like, you're moving. We're moving too. It's the heart of the community. Yeah, exactly. Huh. We need you. And then when they, they moved move. back, did they also move back? Yes. <laughs> they did. Is your mom a cult leader? I don't know. She's very charismatic. I have like a <laughs> small of, like, amount of charisma. in the house? Like, a small amount no, of charisma. No, compared to my mom. <laughs> okay. My mom is like this much charisma. If for any of the listeners, I am extending my arms out. <laughs> And then the full six I have this much charisma, and I'm it's the width of my thumb and my finger. Disagree. <laughs> Although I'd have to meet your mom to like really be. I'm like yeah. maybe she's the biggest personality yeah, on the planet. The scale that we have is is incomplete because we don't have the comparative measure. <laughs> exactly. Trust me, she's, guys. She's too busy getting everyone to follow her. Yeah, she's uh, she'll be at this the, the store and she'll just chat up with someone at the, in the line and they'll be best friends. <laughs> oh man, she's like a guru or something. Yeah, she's. Very I want to follow someone like that. I feel like that would be very comforting to just give it up and just let someone tell me I'll, tell me what to do. Yeah, oh, you're oh, such a mark. <laughs> I'm such a mark. Yeah, like a like an like easy a mark. target. Like a oh, mark. okay. I thought you meant like a person named Mark that we know that you think I'm comparable. To. I'm like, no. <laughs> the only marks I know aren't really like that, but no, I'm totally a mark. No, I, I mean, I am until a point. Like, I can be very convinced for a few minutes, and then I start getting cynical. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, the the false moment at first, though, is so beautiful. It's like, oh my god, you could solve all my problems. No, you can't. No, you can't. I thought for a second maybe you could, but it turns out they're still going to be there. No. <laughs> I don't know. Cults sound kind of cool. <laughs> they do. They do sound pretty cool. I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Sarah Schaefer. Uh, do you know her? She's a comic. Oh, yeah. She, I think, tweeted something like, Any, me, anytime I watch a cult documentary for the first half hour I'm like this is a pretty cool cult I think I might join yeah last 60 minutes oh fuck this guy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always sex and guns just get in there and yeah really... yeah yeah they'll guns out... and uh unpaid labor yeah <laughs> turns out a lot of cult leaders just sociopaths yeah go figure go figure go yeah. figure it's like that's the thing that worries me about like I would like to have sort of communal living and stuff and it's like is one person going to emerge and, like, take over the collective. Always. Because, because I feel like, you know, as much as I am an egalitarian socialist person, like, hierarchies are real. Yeah, And, are. like, people fall into their roles, and, like, sometimes someone that's more of a leader will, like, ascend and start making decisions, and other people will be like, well, we agree, that's very reasonable. Yeah. And then you start getting into the position of, like, well, that still sounds... And then eventually it's like, but he's just in charge, and just has always been in charge, so I guess we're just gonna keep doing it. Hence Stephen Harper. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yikes. Keeping it all. Just keeping it all the old status quo. Yeah. Not We're shaking it up that. a little. It's yeah. going. Things are getting a little better politically in Canada. Yeah, symbolically oh, anyway. Canada. Which is good. Mm. <laughs> no, yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Not our horrible neighbors to the south. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
don't make don't make me don't see i'm having a really hard time coming up with words today which is weird because like i've, I've i'm drinking less and i'm smoking less pot this i think week, it might have so something like, to do with the stifling heat oh possibly <laughs> yeah uh but i'm having a hard time pulling words in my mouth. i don't want anybody to think that i think canada is amazing or something i yeah, just think yeah. like things have gotten a lot better at least on a very surface level in the last year i'm like oh this is this is a lot less terrible than it was for yeah, a long yeah. time Considering all of the trans protections and everything that's just gone through, like mm. that's really important. Yeah, to me in my life. it's and crazy, like how much people are against people enjoying their lives, re- mm-hmm. like regardless of what their gender or like Sexuality their orientation or whatever, is. Exactly, yeah. it's insane to me. Like, yeah, people people don't really know how to manage. This is a th- this is something I thought about a lot actually. I mean, obviously, like my partner is transgender, so it's like something that comes up constantly. Yeah, is that people's reactions get couched as, like, political or religious or just being conservative or whatever. But I I think that what people don't really want to interact with is their feelings of disgust that Mm -hmm. come up. Like, if something is, like, outside of their normal paradigms of, like, how a person is a person uh, and and it's not, like, attractive to them, then the disgust that comes up in them, they need to rationalize that as being somehow morally morally wrong. Yeah, but it's not. It's their of issue. It's not. Of course it's their issue, yeah. but they, they don't know how to manage the emotional side of it. And so their practical side is like, well, I need to legislate against these people being able to like live freely in public it's because insane. I don't know how to deal with this feeling. Yeah, and I think a lot of there's a lot of fear around like if this is my worldview and my yeah. worldview is so rigid and so binary you know, so, so like, clear-cut thinking where it's, like, this is good and this is bad, or this yeah. is a man, this is a woman, and then you start to see fluidity and nuance and whatever. People are like, but what else is what else fluid? What else weird? could be weird? Yeah. And what about me? Like, could I? So people start questioning their own stuff. It's like, well, if other people are changing themselves, and I've always thought that I'm like this, but I just sucked it up because yeah. that's just how I knew it was, and I, I always had feel to like people that, are you know? projecting. Very much so. <laughs> totally. A lot of projecting. Yeah. That's really Which too bad. Which is sad. And yeah. it's not to say that anyone's, like, closeted or anything like that, and they just need to deal with it, but it's like, you know what? Like, they're just worried that, ah, if I agree to this thing, then my whole worldview and my whole yeah. life structure will come tumbling down, and they're, like, scared, and then they get, like, violent acty outy horrible yeah. shit. It breaks my heart whenever yeah. I hear about, because I'm friends with transgendered people, too, and... It breaks my heart when I hear about the shitty things that happens to them with, you know, even living in a progressive city like Vancouver. Sure. People are absolute shitheads to people that are transgender. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's so sad and it breaks my heart. I'm yeah. sorry to make everything sad. Oh, no, no, no. This I is... just got genuinely sad for a second. <laughs> no, this is stuff we talk about a lot. Like, we, we try to, like, be ridiculous and gross and funny as, yeah. we, as much as possible, but we also, like, get pretty fucking real because, like, it's our lives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's hard to exist as a woman in the world enough. Like, and I mean, like, fucking, I'm a fucking white lady with, like, a decent job, and I have a house and all this kind of stuff, so I'm, like, pretty doing pretty good, but I still, like, get scared. Yeah. When I go outside, like, what's someone going to say? Is somebody going to, like, follow me? Or, exactly. like, or, like, if I am trying to do comedy, like, is somebody going to just think, like, oh, I don't like this bitch, and then, like, find some way to keep me out? Yeah. Right? Like, because I'm mouthy. Hey, I'm mouthy, too. <laughs> I love that. That's why I like you. <laughs> Among other reasons. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's da- it's more dangerous for us to be mouthy and to like it have is. a public opinion and that kind of stuff because other people can just get away with being shitheads. Yeah. I don't uh, know how they But do you can't that. be a bitch. No, you can't be a bitch. You, you can, can be, be a an shithead, asshole. You can be an asshole, but you can't be a bitch. It sucks. I want to be a bitch so bad. You, oh man. It's good. Just it's keep great. doing, like keep doing it. I just, I just keep saying bitchy things really nicely, and then people can't, like, try to not get mad at me. Uh, it's really funny, because they're like, 
I don't like what you're saying, but you're saying it really nicely, so I don't know how to argue with yeah. you. Yeah. I used to have to have a well put together argument, then people can't say shit. Mm. Yeah. Well, they will still, but at least some yeah. people will back you up, maybe. But you'd be like, bitch, shut up. My argument is sound. Do you sound. know what sound is? No, you don't. Watertight. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I wish I could say that sometimes, but it's difficult. You know, that yeah. is the thing. You gotta just deal with people you don't like in life sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just and just accept that maybe you can't convince everybody either. Oh, Oh, yeah. that part is hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the worst thing to accept. <laughs> I'd really like everybody to just get on board with what I think. That would be really helpful. Yeah. That would be ideal. <laughs> ideal. Because what I think is right. <laughs> it's it's that all right. <laughs> Welcome to the dictator dictatorship of Katie Norton. <laughs> benevolent dictatorship. It's a very benevolent dictatorship. But yeah, she just knows what's best for you. Yes. You have to accept that, and you'll probably be very happy. Oh, we're talking about cults. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. my goal starting a cult. A, I was like, if I had just been born into a more religious family or something, I would probably be a pastor right now. Like, I think that that would be like a job for me that I would be really oh, yeah. good at. It's just too bad about me all not being religious thing, because that really prevents Who me from taking that job. Who needs God? Not me. <laughs> I wish I could just be, like, a pastor, like, the church of being a cool guy, or whatever. Well, you could like, join the Unitarians or whatever. I guess that's the church yeah. of being a cool bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just chill. Right. It's cool. That's what my parents were married by, a Unitarian minister. Nice. Oh, yeah. stole their liquor. <laughs> Get like, out of He, like, took a bottle of scotch from their house. No way! <laughs> They're like, he's yep, a cool minister. That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's called tithing, Katie. It was a tithe. Yeah, a tithe of some fine scotch. Ten percent of your finest spirits. Maybe that's what is a tithing? I've no, literally never heard that word uh, before. It's where 10% you give, of your yeah, give ten percent of your income to the church. So that's what Ooh, you had to do in a Catholic lot of places. Shit. I was raised Muslim. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Okay, what was your joke about, about like, oh, in the shower? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, one person can see me in the shower. What's up, Allah? What's yeah. Going on? Hey. How you doing? You like what you made? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that fun. Joke. That's a Nobody's good joke. Nobody's ever expecting me to say Allah. That's the only <laughs> only reason people laugh. Your name is Fatima. Yeah. No, that's true, but people that's don't know what it is. That's a pretty Muslim name. <laughs> I know, there's a lot of ignorant people in Vancouver. Wife? Yes. Yeah. As well as the I know ladies. a thing or two about the Quran. You know. My name literally means weaning mother. <laughs> I have it's never weaned anyone in my life. For a thing that's just kind of like leaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you got leaky breasts. Your name's Fatima. <laughs> Is that what they said to you? Yeah, no, that's what they named me. I had very large breasts Pickle as a newborn baby. babe. Big old baby tits. <laughs> the story that just reminded me of that Donald Trump interview where he talks about baby Tiffany. Oh God! Where it's like she's got her mother's legs. Time will tell if Ta- he's. And he just like does the boob. Oh, he's so the biggest creep. What a disgusting. She must not have because he never talks about her anymore, and he only talks about how much he wants to fuck Ivanka. Oh my God! He's talking. Oh, he's constantly talking about how he wants to fuck his own blood daughter. It's crazy. She's very beautiful. She is, but she's his daughter. Yeah, he's a monster. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. He is a tangerine He's on the campaign trail. He is a tangerine nightmare. That just, gif of him, like, hugging her and then looking down and then, like, putting his hands on her hips and then she walks away is the most terrifying thing I've seen all year. <laughs> so bad. Very I just terrifying. hate Everything even about hearing it. any of the words that relate to the American election at yeah, this point. Yeah, let's just oh, excise that Somebody, all. We'll somebody said on, on some thing or on Twitter or whatever where it's like, oh, the election in November, and I'm like, 
November. This, this yeah. November? Like, yeah. it's actually... Oh, it's oh God, it's actually happening. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Because it just feels like it's been going on for so long. Like, the yeah. Canadian election went on, I thought, for too long. Yeah, because our campaigns are, like, three months. It whereas theirs is, like, a year. longest election period ever yes. at 61 days. Yes. Yeah, or see? longest in 100 years or and something. And it felt exactly. so long. Whereas, like, I'm gearing up for an election in my job, and yeah. we're only allowed to campaign for one month. Exactly. That's it. There's a limit, and you can't... They're very, very, very strict around, like, what kinds of things you can spend money on, like, yeah. how much you have to close your office. So, like, I work for the government, so during an election, I am going to be unemployed because I'm technically not a government employee for mm-hmm. that month because we don't know who the government's going to be. Mm. Right. But anyway, it's just, like, it's going to be a very short campaign season, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. As opposed to, like, this god-awful nightmare. Oh, my God. It's like the whole country just turns camping crazy. Everything's about the camping. All the comedy is about politics. Everything. And then even fucking goddamn, like, I would follow, like, stand-up comedy gifts on Tumblr, and it's just only Donald Trump-related stuff, as in, like, we, we hate him... I so like I don't really want to know if unless good, it's Anthony and, like, and Tommy Eck or whatever his name is doing Trump like that's yeah yeah, that's yeah funny but it's to me, just but. like it's like clips from the Colbert show talking about clips from this and that I'm like I yeah. don't care I just want to just want it all <laughs> to, be it to be over I thought about maybe being asked to be put into a coma for the next like three months or whatever That'd be that cool. might be but then nice. what if you woke up to a Trump well, that would just be like, uh, Put me back. pull the plug, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but you're not going to die. Well, there's a pillow right there, yeah. so if you could just help me out, help maybe. Me. Yeah, well, in help Canada. Help me, euthanasia. <laughs> yeah. Come over here and kill me. And then, like, a superhero named euthanasia comes and euthanizes just you. Like, a just, young, like, a young neck. Japanese boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I am euthanasia. That's not an Asian accent. That was, <laughs> that's probably for the best. That was, like, that was like a small cartoon boy. That's <laughs> the perfect boy. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, so goddammit, I just don't know what to do for the next little while, and I just wish everyone and our American friends just the most endurance and long life. You can come visit and like hang out with us and marry us. And <laughs> yeah, oh no, here. I don't even mean flee, but just like They're if all you want to wanna come for vacation times. There's a lot of land in Canada. We yeah. can get them. We don't even occupy most of it. There's so much unoccupied land in it Canada. It actually it's really crazy. boggles my mind because we're like Vancouver's in a housing crisis. There's like nowhere to rent. It's so fucking expensive. Everyone's crammed in on top of each other, and then it's yep. like you drive half an hour outside of Vancouver, like into Chilliwackish area, and it's just like reams and reams of like unoccupied land, completely. Like, yep. I mean, like, but who wants to live in Chilliwack? Yeah, not I was, me. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about it just because like Ed's so into fishing, and it would be such good fishing season. Oh, like, if we had a yeah. car, it wouldn't be too far to drive in, and then That's we started true. like driving past all these driveways that are like barbed wire fence and six beware of dog signs, and no. like trespassers will be shot, and I'm like. Oh yeah, these would be my neighbors. That would be very scary. Yeah. All the libertarians and things out there. Pretty much. So it's like, you know, you go to a less occupied area and that's where the people that don't want anyone to fuck with them moves to. And so oh, it yeah, just that's like true. I'd rather live in a city where we all have to coexist sorta together. As, <laughs> like, as unpleasant as it can be, I would rather have people than not have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really it's pretty simple. Like that's I like to true. be alone, but I can be alone in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something like just dealing with people is just part of being alive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to. Yeah. I like to think it as fortunately. You know, but even like Vancouver Island, like it's so beautiful over there. And then I was driving like up to the northern part of the island. We just drove for like six hours straight through like same forest, same forest, same forest. Like technically there's lots of space even just to build small communities like yeah. in those spots. And it just hasn't happened. There's lots of space. But yeah. 
I, I guess know. it's like the it's just the culture of uh, having a lot of people in one spot, right? Yeah, like that's, that's so important exactly to it. so many of us. Like we couldn't do comedy if we weren't living in a big city at all. No. Like, it wouldn't be possible. <laughs> yeah. Like Skype into a show. Well, that's why I used to think about. <laughs> well, I used to think about like, oh, we could move to Victoria, but I'm like, there's two, there's like two clubs there. Like it's, that's it. That's it, and it's it's not very robust. Vancouver is a small scene by yeah. like North American standards. It's pretty good. It's great. But I it's think small. like I think it's yeah. <laughs> I feel like we kind of know everybody, and that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, or exactly. Or not. I don't know. It depends. People say it's, like, one of the most friendly ones. Cause that's people funny. Move, people move here from other cities. And they're, and they're like, this like, is friendlier? Yeah, they're legit, like, huh. I've had several people from out of town. They're like... Portland's way friendlier. Are you... Are you being mean to me right now? <laughs> they're like, I'm confused. Why is everyone nice here? Because <laughs> Vancouver gets the reputation as a city of being, like, stuck-up assholes that don't talk to you. Yeah. Mm. Which, like, to me, I don't know, I think it's kind of fair, because I don't yeah. talk to anybody, yeah. like, cause, yeah. you know, yeah. people always, whenever they complain about nobody makes eye contact or talk, it's like, because yeah. you're on the bus when you're saying this, like, yeah. when I'm on the bus, I just want to be in a bubble, Yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody, talk to, I'm no. coming home from work, or I'm going to work. I don't even want to talk to people I know! <laughs> no, that's why I never go down oh, commercial drive without headphones God. on, is because if someone, because I'm... My hair, like, yeah, it's very it's noticeable. Very and people will scream at me from, like, half a block away across the street. And I've got, like, I can't fucking hear them. And it's really yeah. the best that I can't yeah. hear them. Because I, like, I don't want to stop and have a 15-minute conversation. No, about worst. what? About nothing. Whenever I walk down the drive, like, if I'm in a good mood, I'll, like, not have headphones in. I usually yeah. wind up getting stopped, like, 10 or 12 See? times. Oh, nightmare situation. But, like, but for hugs and people that I like, I don't know. If, if I'm in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it really depends. And I've... You know, I've struck up conversations with people on the bus. Yeah. I always talk to people if I go to, like, a bar and I'm reading a book. I'll, like, chat with you sitting next to me. That's like, good. I'm very friendly. You are. But if I'm, like, in my commute mm-hmm. or, like, trying to get somewhere, like, no, I'm not going to stop and have a conversation. And so then exactly. people are like, oh, these people are so stuck up. And it's like, because you're no, I not can't reading even count the room. how many times I've missed a bus because I bumped into someone on the way. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But, That's like, people bummer. can't read the cues necessarily about, like, hey, my headphones are in. Maybe don't tap me on the shoulder and ask me to have a conversation. Yeah. I'm yep. not going to be super nice to you. Oh, no. Vancouver's so stuck up. It's like, no, you just misinterpreted that woman's body signals. Like, exactly. And bugged Yikes. her. I think we're a little bit... I don't know. I can only speak from my perspective that there is a very small amount of gatekeeping that goes on. I think that yeah. these people are like, well, if you're not tough, don't be here, basically. That's um, true. And if you're not willing to like advocate for yourself, you can't be here. Like nobody's gonna hold your hand, really. Are you talking about like comedy scene? Comedy stuff? scene in Vancouver yeah. specifically, yeah. but also like probably moving to the city. Like there's. There's no welcome wagon that's mm-hmm. going to be rolled out. I used to be the welcome wagon. It was so fun. We had a spare room in our house in Kitsilano. No just way! a little basement suite with a bed. And it would be like, if you move to the city, you can stay with us for a month and Aww. until you can find a place. And we had Sunday that's dinners. Lovely. And that's like, so sweet. It was like a good acclimatizing mm-hmm. place. And I really, really loved that. But that's Aww. not just for random people. That's for people you know, right? Or, like, yeah, friends like, of friends. But, like, like somebody yeah. who's moved Somewhere to Vancouver. In the circle. Yeah. Somebody say, like, move to Vancouver from, like... Mm-hmm. What could we say? Like, if they move from... Well, from Nova Scotia or like, something. Yeah, from, like, yeah. Alabama. Yeah, then, they then we're going to be, like, stuck-up assholes. Totally. And that's so, so nice so in the Maritimes, apparently. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I hear. I've never been. But everybody says they yeah, love Justin's it. Justin's from Halifax. He, he's like, oh, God, I'm not going to get anything done the whole week that I'm there. I'm just going to be stopped <laughs> everywhere on the street, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, think that, I think that the scene is, like... It's friendly if you're willing to put yourself out there. Like, it's not yeah. good for a shy person. Comedy no. in general isn't good for shy people, but plenty of shy people are comics. Of course. 
or plenty half, of comics are shy people. Half of us are shy people trying to fake uh, being extroverts. That's me. It's me, guys. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm really good at I'm so good at faking it that I'm not sure that I'm not both. Like, I, I think I'm probably, like, both extroverted and introverted, but I, yeah. I definitely, I have to force myself sometimes to talk to people because I just, like, yeah, I, have a social I feel like they don't want down. to. Yeah, you, like, so much quiet puts it back up and it's exactly. really good. But And, and that's, the, it is an exhausting thing. Like, doing comedy can be very tiring for that reason. Like, you just get burnt out really quickly because you, yeah. you have a day job too, yeah? Yeah. Do you work full-time? Full-time full day job. Man. What? Roots. And the TV show? And the TV show. No, I thought yeah. And comedy. And what? a bunch of shows that I run too. My life is crazy. How many shows do you run? Um... Oh my god, that's a lot of counting fingers. Uh, three that I co-run with other people, and one that I do myself. What are the ones? Tell us about them. I do uh, Roast Battle on my own. When did you start doing that? That I started last year, uh, in the summer, and then uh, it was very successful, and everybody was super into it, and it's the extension, the the worked with extension, meaning that I did work, work with the... The creators of the show in L.A., Brian Moses and Rel, Rel Battle, oh, yeah. and so we're like the Vancouver edition of them, and they, they're they aware of it, and they've said, yeah, go ahead, go <laughs> so I didn't just steal the show from them. Um, like, they, like they invented roast. Yeah, battle. yeah. well, they invented the roast battle format, so I didn't want to, What? You know. a, <laughs> it's like, what an innovation. Yeah, so innovative, so innovative, but yeah. it's great, because now, like, they've had that show on Comedy Central. Right. Mm-hmm this past summer so everybody's like so way more aware of it. To promote it exactly whereas before it's like i was getting crowds but maybe not like a lot of them were comics that mm-hmm. were super into enjoying the show but <laughs> now i feel pay. like wouldn't pay <laughs> but now i feel like it could be a real thing and so that's going to be starting up in september cool. again and then i do uh the lady show which is with awesome. is which is great katie's been uh and you've been i have also been yes many times. both of you guys have been i really <laughs> friends yeah. i really i really loved it because I really loved all of those performers separately. Yeah. And like including yourself and like what a great crew. It's so that fun. it just spoke to my heart of like instead of competing against each other, let's all work together and make a super group. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the really best. It's so good. The last time I went, um, Katie Ellen Humphreys did like character work as yes. like an older Janine Melnitz from yeah, Ghostbusters. From Ghostbusters. And it was so well done and so well timed with the remake and stuff coming out. Like she just is so she's very talented. Yes. She's very talented. She's everybody in I watched her open for is... Mick Foley once. It was oh, yeah. Yeah, so surreal. My boyfriend opened that night too. Nice. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. that now. At, at Laugh Lines. Yeah. Laugh Lines. Yeah. Okay. That was that would have been the first time I saw him then. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. What a so, love that so show. the lady show is great. Lady show it's, is great. It's five of you. Five of us. We together. do another. We do the TV show Morgan Brayton and other people together. And then we were like, we need to do something that is other than this TV show together. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the lady show came from. And it's like usually like sketch and some stand up. And then sometimes you'll have like another yeah. thing, like another woman doing some cool. Like I saw one that was a woman doing like a piece of theater. Yeah, we always. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. We always have a feature guest and they always do different things depending on what their like field of comedy is, whether mm-hmm. it's sketch or improv or like a theater piece. Uh, and it's great. It's a really good time. I love a I love a variety show format very oh, much. It's like it's you so mix it up with like games if you don't and like shit. This, you might yeah. not the next thing. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Everybody finds their own flavor in the show. <laughs> so I really like that. That's like one of my favorite shows. But then I also do another show um, called Comedy du Soleil with my friend Randy Newmeyer. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Yeah, she's great. She's so funny. She's my best friend. Um, And that one is at Cafe du Soleil, and that's on a summer hiatus for now, but it'll start up again in September. Can I be on it? 
Yeah. Great, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Subtle. <laughs> like a brick to the face. Yeah, it's ask for what you want, Katie. This is Katie putting herself out there. Exactly. I accept. <laughs> thank you. Excellent. So we'll be starting that in September, and cool. it's a good time. That one's just stand-up. But then I also do another show with Randy Neumeyer and my other friend, my other good friend, Essay Atawo, who's an improviser. Mm. And that's, like, my favorite show now is that The List, because it's called The List. Oh, that's your show. Yeah, that's my show. <laughs> oh, I keep seeing it advertised. I didn't know it was yours. Yeah, it's me. And me and Randy and, okay. and my friend Essay. And so the whole concept is, is that there's stand-ups, and they do their lists about whatever funny topic they want. It could be anything, like... Uh, previous lists we've had are like uh, top 10 things that annoy them uh, or like the comic or like top 10 human jobs that animals should have <laughs> or like <laughs> top 10 best like places to walk <laughs> like there's a all dog over could the be place. a therapist <laughs> yeah yeah oh man there's really really good jobs <laughs> that, that Talks list jobs oh so good and then uh, improvisers do scenes based off those lists mm. That's very so clever. It's, it's so clever, and it's like when you're in the moment, and you're there, and you just watch this list, and then the improvisers make magic with the contents of those lists. Is like no other. It like makes this crazy energy in the room mm. that everybody's so into it, and every nice. show we've had has been so much fun. And like, I'm very excited for that show to become to become more of a bigger thing. Cool. Where does that happen on a regular basis? Yeah, yeah, it's always the third Friday of the month. It's been at Havana, um, but hopefully we're going to be moving into Little Mountain Gallery soon. Nice. Uh, I have not discussed this with either parties. <laughs> is, uh, hopefully, Alistair doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, I'm sure he does not. Yeah. He's a busy dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even get him to email me back. So. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It wasn't actually something that required a reply. Yeah. <laughs> it was largely just complimenting. Him. Yeah, you'll see it eventually. <laughs> uh, so, so you do the list. You do the ladies' show. You do roast battles and comedy du soleil. And comedy yeah. du soleil. So many shows. We'll, we'll put so links many. to those. That's, we will. There are. What I love about Vancouver is that there's so many like shows just in random restaurants and that pop up totally. on a pretty regular basis. So like. You could find if you're into stand-up comedy or other kinds of cool comedic yeah. things. Like, there are so many innovative shows that aren't just at the Comedy Mix or Yuck totally. Yucks. Like, you can go to a lot of different places and there's, like, um, a roster all over the city. There's so many awesome independent it's shows It's very exciting. So, that's so cool. I kind of, I feel like that's a Vancouver thing a little bit, and I'm sure this happens in every big city. Yeah. Because some of the bigger venues start to get shut down because of rent or whatever, and it's like, well, I guess we just have to make our own thing in this little weird cafe or exactly. this little studio. Yeah. Um, we had to do that with music all the time, where it's like, oh, the railway club is closing down. Oh, so that's sad. made me so sad. Or like, should have um, a funeral for You know, it. the Marine Club closed, like, all these the different... The Marine Club closed? A long time ago. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, that was a long time. I only went there once, and it was definitely for a rockabilly yeah. show. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, all these bigger venues were closing down, and so then it was, like, more house concerts, more... Secret shows. Yeah, secret yeah. shows, and, like, the studio space that you can't tell anybody about, just give them the vague address, like, mm-hmm. which Gavin is kind of... It's hard to give... Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to give, like, to get, like, good walk-in crowds for those shows, but then it's, like, they're kind of exclusive and yeah, fun, and, he, like... it makes this weird buzz that people yeah. are, like, interested in. Yeah. So totally. I just feel like that's such a... Because there's, like, all these things are closing down because of housing crisis and rents and, like, all this oh stuff, like, that's so bad to make our own pants. shit. It would make me so nervous to put on a show like that. Like, I want to say... That's why we have such an organized one. Yeah. Like, ours is 
is only monthly. There are three of us producing it, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of we call ourselves tricycle because like there's we just evenly distribute. It's the best. Way. That's why I love co-producing shows yeah. is because you have and to you just you like share get to work with your friends. Yeah. And exactly. You pick people who are good at what what yeah. they do, right? Totally. Like, and if it's a monthly, so much better. Yeah. I can't so imagine easier. running a weekly. Well, I tried no, to do no, no, a no. monthly a monthly classical music show, and it's still going on. But it was like I was co-producing it with a violin player mm-hmm. and she was really into it. She basically brought the talent and I yeah. organized the the venue and the promo and stuff like that. I so arranged we would the have venue, the menu, the seating. Ah, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, Thomas. It was only three of you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so it was really good for all it was classical revolution. So we were like a branch of an international thing, just oh, like the nice. Rose Battle and Alice yeah. the Vancouver chapter of Classical exactly. Revolution. And it was really fun, just like get together, play classical music, and then when we finally got like a home of our own, yeah, she kind of had to go somewhere else, and then I kind of had to do all the promo for a while, and yeah. I got really tired of it. It's so Even, tiring. It wasn't that much work, and it wasn't like we needed a big crowd. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, more for us to get together. But then even, like, musicians stopped coming by, Aww. which is kind of too bad. And yeah. so then, luckily, Clara, the sidewalk cellist, joined me as well. And now she basically oh, runs yeah. it with some other people. She's rad. I've she's kind of great. I wish I her on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, this wouldn't be very difficult. Yeah. So, anyway, it's it's hard work to put on a show even if it's, like, the most low-key, whatever. But, like, yeah. the monthly show, like, it sneaks up on me. It's always, like, oh, God, it's the beginning. So I think uh, one of the tips that I want to do for myself next time I try to put on a monthly thing is, like, the second or third or fourth even in a month, doing the first whatever of the month, it always yeah. sneaks up. Because yeah. it's just like, oh, it's only September. Shit, yeah. I should have been promoing that all through August. Totally. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's know. why we do the third Sunday. Yeah, it just yeah. gives you a little more lead time to like think of the whole month in context. Exactly. So, we, were, we were off to a really good start by having a Sunday show, but now there's another Sunday show that's on. It was previously, there's just, we were only com- competing with an What's open mic. What's the other Sunday show? I can't remember, but it's starting this Sunday. So I was like, ooh. ooh. But, they're, but they're competing with... We're competing with them in SummerSlam, and they're competing with us in SummerSlam, and we're already a little bit more established, and we yeah. are. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I was like, fuck, em. don't you guys do that? And I was like, oh, wait, maybe Crafty thought that we were dicks for having a Sunday show. Yeah. Who knows? But it's a different crowd People can go, go to Mike Exactly. It's mostly comics. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, oh, man, it just feels so hard, too, and it's like, oh, there's so many things already on these nights, but you think that there's enough people in the city to go around, but it's, like, when you have kind of a niche thing, it's hard, where it's, it's hard, like, yeah. And uh, most of the people that are, like, hey, let's go to comedy, they just go to the club, mm-hmm. unless they've heard about the yeah. show, or if they it's have so a friend that told to them to the show, show. show at a restaurant or something. So much cheaper. Um, and you're supporting independent comedy, which is not making a profit, mm-hmm. a business profit off of somebody. No, yeah, oh, my no. God, I still, this rat to test is still sitting there. Just <laughs> get that Pokemon. Have you been just using your data the whole time? Yeah, I, I have, like, so much. Data, though. <laughs> I have like six gigs of data that I never use. <laughs> just gigging, just gigging it up gigging on the Pokemon. I'm so still, many gigs. I'm still only level 14 on Pokemon. I just like don't play enough. I'm so close to 24 now. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh. I don't have it. <laughs> get it! So, okay. No, you don't have to get it. <laughs> unless, unless you want to. <laughs> no, I mean, it seems really fun. It's, it's always so like... much fun. It's just a fun thing to do on my way to things. Hmm. I already, my phone already like eats battery like it's going out of style. So oh no. I'm kind of like, I gotta do something. I saw a thing I ordered on... a Pokeball that, charger. That's exactly I ordered it! 
it's coming to my house. You nerd. <laughs> it basically looks like our microphone, but yeah. then it charges your phone. But then it's a Pokemon. It's yeah. so cute. It like lights up when you plug it into. No, it's is it Stuart Jones who's like, stop calling it Pokemon. You know it's Pokemon. You I know call, it's Pokemon. I call it Pokemon, and I love Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who? And then somebody else has like a joke about sports. Like you call it sports ball, like a fucking asshole. Spur- like, sports. You know girl. what I've started hearing is I've been talking to like parents that are dealing with like you know school funding cutbacks and whatever and they're talking about like oh the summer programming and apparently at community centers there is a thing called sports ball what and i don't like random i don't know what it is i haven't investigated at all because i don't care but at the same time (laughs) it's a good reason to not investigate good reason i haven't checked into it because i don't give a shit but i just i saw it on a billboard as i went by a community center it was like sports ball classes sign up and i was like excuse me and then never investigated further well you should because i need to know now my mother plays and is quite good at sports ball pickleball what pickleball pickleball and she'll correct me on please this. tell She's me not gonna to you, this. it's playing okay, with first, a pickle <laughs> first of all my parents are huge golfers like they are the most white upper middle class oh, that's like cool. retired super people. waspy you could pot, well, i mean they're cool like they're very yeah. lefty and like yeah. nice people but yeah <laughs> basically they spend a lot of money on golf and they love golf they're just like oh, yeah. golf Golf and a box of wine. My juice box. My box of wine. My juice box. Dude, I love juice boxes of wine, No, They're They're great. They're lovely people. They know how to fucking live. The only thing really wrong with them is that they like golf, so. But, yeah, (laughs) no, my mom really like golf. (laughs) Ah, get out. (laughs) No. Get out of your own house. Um, The, uh, but the thing that my mom plays is pickleball, so she plays it, and it's mostly seniors. Uh, She's like, they're fucking good at it, too. They're really intense. But it's basically, you get pretty much something that is like a cross between, a, it's, it's a cross between ping pong and badminton. Yeah. You basically play with a wiffle ball and you have these rackets that are sort of twice the size of a ping pong paddle and they have like a, a frame, but instead of having netting, it's just like, like hard plastic. Like it, it just, it moves slightly oh. and it makes like a boom boom sound. When yeah. You do it. <laughs> I know exactly the thing. Now why, pickleball. Is, why is this something? I don't know, but, but she loves it. And why is it called pickleball? I have no idea. Well, let's find it now. out. Let's Google, Google why is pickleball yeah. called pickleball? Cause you're, you get so salty doing it. I, I it's my natural hey, state Siri, of being. Why is pickleball called pickleball? <laughs> no, I won't. No. No. Oh, let oh. me ask her again. Okay. Hey Siri, why is pickleball called pickleball? Interesting question, Fatima. <laughs> I hate you, Siri. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> you unhelpful bitch. Yeah, she's doing her best. <laughs> Siri is like a harried mother, basically. <laughs> I'm doing my best, Fatima. <laughs> By the way, did you know your name means weaning mother? (laughs) That would be the bitchiest Siri response ever. (laughs) Be Siri, you sea rag. I had to teach her how to pronounce my name. Was she calling you Fatima? Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it when people call me Fatima. (laughs) It's not good. No. Okay, so your equipment is a is a wiffle ball and a pickleball paddle. 
<laughs> Why is it a pickleball? Okay, pickleball <laughs> is, a, is a racket sport that combines elements of badminton, tennis, and table tennis. Ah, pickle, yes. Yes, of course. Of course. That's really clear. Imagine that you really. combine all those three together. It Two? makes a pickle, of Two? course. Of course. That's how, that's how it works. That is alchemy. <laughs> it's pickle alchemy. Wait. <laughs> Two, three, oh, or four God. players use solid paddles made of wood or composite materials to hit a perforated polymer ball similar to a wiffle ball over a net. Short, oh, sport. I'm so bored. <laughs> sport features of other racket sports, the dimensions and layout of a badminton court, and a net and rules similar to tennis with a few modifications. I hate Very it. History. Okay, why is it called pickleball, though? It is, it's, I, I don't say it's pickleball until oh, people are okay, eating pickles okay. while playing Here it. Here we go. Here we go. Although okay. some sources claim <laughs> like there's a lot of, there's a lot of pickle, consternation in the pickleball community. <laughs> Claims that the pickleball, the name pickleball was derived from the Pritchard's family dog, Pickles. What? <laughs> Others state that the name actually came from the term pickle boat, referring to the last boat to return with its catch. Uh, Neither of those things have to do on. with the game itself. Accor- wait, wait. Here's the final word, though. <laughs> According to Joan Pritchard, Joel Pritchard's wife, the inventor of pickleball, Whoa, the name of came after I said it reminded me of the pickle boat in a crew where oarsmen were chosen from the leftovers of other boats. Somehow the idea of the, the name came from our dog Pickles was attached to the naming of the game, but Pickles wasn't on the scene for two more years. The dog was named for the game. That is so boring. Yeah, so that's what a waste of my life right now. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks, Chris. All we learned is that you're you. gonna get that type. Oh, are you Rory Scovelling me right now? Oh, I kind of did. I'm sorry, love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not that sensitive. Yeah. Well, I was, what I was <laughs> going to say was, what a waste of my time, except I get to hang out with two awesome ladies. Yeah. <laughs> what I meant to say. The follow-up. <laughs> the follow-up. Um, I didn't know that there were reject people from different boats. That they were like, like, what, like all the worst people from all the boats come to the pickle boats. Oh. And then they, they like, Kyle. <laughs> and then Send they Kyle like, to the pickle boats. <laughs> they like pick up all the like leftover fishes that you would then pickle. You got like the shit fish oh. that's pickled instead of eating fresh. fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Pickle boat. Don't eat fresh. Well, maybe, that, maybe that's why it's it's like sort of uh, marketed as a sport for seniors. It's like, don't worry. You don't have to be at the top of your game to play this. I don't like well, that. Well, that makes sense. Well, does, don't you? Are you I 55 plus? Let's ask you in another few years. Yeah, fair enough. I could be like my mom and just be like, I'm going to retire and work four different jobs. <laughs> I don't know what words mean. <laughs> I don't think I'll do that. I think I'll be quite happy to retire. Oh, I love not doing I stuff. I am looking forward to it. Do you love it. not doing... You do so much stuff, but oh, you, talk, love, you said that you were lazy oh, and that you love not doing I stuff. I love not doing stuff. What's your favorite kind of not doing stuff? Reading. <laughs> sort of doing something. What kind of books do you like to read? Fantasy books. <laughs> You're among friends here for Tima. <laughs> Just started reading the Name of the Wind series. Ooh, what's that? By Brandon Sanderson. Okay. The, the wind. Write it down. I am. The Name of the Wind. I know that the wind cries, Mary. Oh. That's a Jimi Hendrix song. Oh, you're right. It is. You're right. You're right. You're I right, should know right. that. <laughs> uh, but it's great. It's a uh, it's a well-known fantasy series. It's only um, partially done, so there's still. Books is it like to dragon come fantasy or like? It's this crazy. If you might have heard people talking about it, Maybe. like all the words in it, because like um, there's a thing called alar, okay. where it's like. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's like a way you section your brain into different sections that are focusing on like keeping something like either like moving a portion like heat from one place to another or like 
holding someone in place. Or like, is it like psychic magic kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, okay, okay, it okay, is. Okay, it's okay. like, they call it sympathizing, but it's like psychic magic. Ooh. It sounds a lot like the it's Maria so much Snyder fun. stuff. Yeah, I've been like just binge reading this one author, Maria Snyder, who does like magic study, fire study, like glass magic. Study. I love like, Oh, I'm all study. about that. Yeah. You probably really like these books. They're really fun to read. Mm-hmm. I used to read the shit out of Tamora Pierce when I was younger. When yeah, I was you in did. my preteens. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I read all of her books. Did you read, those, did you read the Cushill books? The... Yeah. Yeah, you oh, did. Yeah. I read those all. I'm like, yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> those yeah, are, those you are did. sex books. The sexy books. Yeah, we uh, yeah we, we have a book club episode where we, yeah. talk, we always talk about I reading because we're huge readers. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read, read books every day. Nice. Good. good. It's good I have for your my brain. Co- I have my Kobo with me right now. It's oh, right God. here. E-readers Look. are the greatest thing. I'm still, I bought an e-reader for when I was traveling to Scotland, just never used it, and then I lost the charger, and now <gasps> it just... But most of them just need, like, a USB 2.0 charger. I know. <laughs> Which is she's not going to do it. I just... You've given up on it. I don't know. It You're just like a you a charger. <laughs> it was more fun to just, like, request books from the library, and then it they is. come to me at certain times, and then suddenly I That's get a few. Fun, I, get to read I do like reading, like, an book actual book. book. Like, the feeling of a book. Sometimes I, like, like get withdrawal, and I need to gotta, read a book. You gotta, like, huff an old book. Like <laughs> yeah, I like get the like smell. Nice, exactly. Like a dusty book smell. But I do... Good. I really enjoy the convenience of just downloading a book. Yeah. It's so useful. I just use my tablet for it. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't have my own e-reader yet. I'd, li- I'd like the idea of one that isn't, like, shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's appealing to me, but, yeah, it's also... I, the only reason I have one is because yeah. it was a present. <laughs> it's a good-ass good present, though. It was the best present I've ever gotten, here's actually. The, here's the gift of lit- all the books in the world, yeah. if you want to. If it's you magic. want to. I remember seeing a picture of, um, on a Kindle... It was the chapter or, like, the lines in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they say, oh, the hitchhiker, like, the guide was, like, a black little thing with, like, a little keyboard and it could, like, recall anything from any, wherever. Any and book, it, any page of any book in the world. Yeah, and yeah. reading it on a Kindle and it's just like, oh, yes. Damn, Magic. Douglas Adams. That's so why good. God called them back. It was like, no, you can't give them that information right it's now. Too many Those secrets. aren't ready yet. Oh, I love, uh, I love Adams. He's awesome. So too. good. I'm more of a sci-fi person than a fantasy person, but I'm definitely kind of coming over to the other side because there's yeah. a lot of, like, like really good feminist fantasy. Yeah, oh my God, and just are. like There's really so many fucking... great authors like Ursula Le Guin. Oh, Ursula Le Guin's so books good. are great. Um, who did? Uh, what was it? The er, no, Earthy is. Ertzi is Ursula. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think of, there was somebody else that I can't remember her name, but she was like a really, a lot of really famous women fantasy writers, which are good. And yeah. I love sci-fi written by women, like mm-hmm. Octavia Butler is my shit. She's mm-hmm. the best. Have you yeah. ever read her? Yeah, She's I totally amazing. read her books. And all her books are so good. Yeah. There's another book that Ooh, I read. Bring, bring it out the Kobo. Br- bring out the Kobo. I gotta tell you, <laughs> but I can't remember the name of it. It's a series, um, it's the same guy that wrote Name of the Wind, the series, but... It's, uh, it was, like, my favorite fantasy series that I've read in a long time. But it's a man that wrote it. But still, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Men can write some good things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess they're Men useful can write books. sometimes. Men can be fathers. <laughs> Men can have jobs now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell love. them. Don't tell them. Well, Mistborn. Born. Have you guys read the Mistborn series? No. As in Born from the Mist? Like yeah, M-I-S-T. like Mistborn. Okay, Read I'll it. check it out. It's great. It's only cool. like three books, and it's so awesome. I love a recommendation. I'm making serious fucking headway on my Goodreads challenge this year, guys. Yeah! Last year I was like, I'm going to read a book a week, and then it didn't happen, and I felt like shit. And then this year I was like, 
35 books, and now I'm, like, at 30, so I was like, maybe 52 this year. You're you just, can do you're it. You're crushing your fucking goals this year, my friendo. Thank you. It's like, 2016 has been kind of an ass, but... It's the year it's of growth- Katie! Here's the thing, it's a fucking growth year. I was talking yes. to my, one of my friends in England today, we were just having a little chit chat while I was at work, <laughs> where I, um, uh, I was just asking how he was doing, and he's like... Like, fine, but I'm really stressed out right now. Like, I'm just feeling really overwhelmed, and, like, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to, like, get my life off the ground, and I feel like things are changing, and it's hard. I'm like, yeah, I feel I feel that. Like, I feel like it's a growth year, and, like, growth is very uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. at, at best, growth is uncomfortable, and at worst, growth is incredibly painful. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you gotta, we gotta work hard, you gotta sweat, which we're doing in copious amounts right now, mm-hmm. and... You have to, like, be uncomfortable, and then you get better. Yeah. But it sucks while you're doing it. Like, yeah. it really oh, yeah. isn't fun. Yeah. I love coasting. The coasting after a growth year is the oh best thing. Oh, my God, thing. yeah. You get, like, two years to just do nothing after, because mm-hmm. you're like, I did so much, I'm good. And then you're like, oh, no, my life has to change again, because I have to keep growing as a person. Yeah. That's what life is about. Yeah. Fuck you, life. <laughs> Fuck you, life. Fuck you, life that makes you work, you know, a full-time job and run four shows. Oh, and man. Have I'm a TV so show. I'm so tired. <laughs> Aren't you just so tired? I'm always tired. Yeah. How how many times a week do you usually get up, would you say? Like, for comedy? Yeah. On average, like, three or four times a week. That's amazing. This week, uh, five times. Good God. <laughs> Too many times. And you came here with No, us. six Thank times, because one time I did a show on two nights. Two, I mean, two, two shows, shows in one, one night. night. See, I need sleep. <laughs> By God. That's Bless impressive. You. And you just... I want to know what you do for a job, but you can tell me off mic if you want. Oh, no, it's fine. I work in a video game studio. Which one? Uh, Blue Bat Games. Oh, cool. Are you, like, a developer? No, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. (laughs) I just know a lot of people who work in development. My my wife used to work for Demonware. Nice. My uh, boss probably knows your wife. Because she knows everybody. (laughs) I'm very curious about who your boss is. I'm so nosy. I just want the hot goss all the time. About every single scene, always. About everything. I'll tell I just you want an off podcast. Cool. I just want to feel like I'm at like the at the central node or something. That feels good. Like, I know who does what. I yeah. love thing, that right? shit. Yeah. I love it. I love knowing who, like, when people... Being in the know. People just at my work, like, in general, it's political stuff, so people come to the office and they'll talk about, oh, the blah, 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 and it's all in acronyms, and I'm like, I know what all that shit means. It feels so good. I feel smart. <laughs> feels I'm good. the smartest person. And then even if I don't know I'm very good at just nodding along and then yeah. I research it immediately and then, then I, it's then so I fine know. you know exactly yeah so about growth and growth things I don't know I just wanted to touch a little bit on like Katie when you were in Portland you were talking to lots of people about our podcast yeah and like I was feeling so embarrassed and kind of shitty about the last episode because yeah. it was just like a drunk pants and I just kind of felt like we've gone off track we're not doing <laughs> anything you've like just, never like, been embarrassed for being drunk before and I'm always embarrassed after I've I been know, drunk which is so funny uh, you, like, don't usually record yourself when you're I'm sure it was problem. an endearing and charming podcast. I bet you it's cute. There was just, there's just one point at the end where you go, Chris, are you wasted? And I go, yes! That's so cute, though. <laughs> it just makes me love you more. I know, but Your it's vulnerability like, makes me like you better. I know. It's just because I really felt like I was overdoing it, too, and so then I was feeling self-chastisey, and so then, like, <laughs> I'm I sure know that you feel being, being a little more balanced the last couple of weeks has been really good for me. Yeah. But yeah. just about, like, oh, but we need to, like get our podcast back on track and, like, have a format again and, like, but we didn't really. We've never had a And we've format. never really had, like, a theme, but, like, I would always tell people, oh, it's various stuff, but we were always yeah. talking about, like, some of the harder
hard work behind the scenes of like whatever job or whatever creative pursuit. Mm-hmm. But Katie, you started talking to people in Portland about yeah. Well, people were like, "Well, what's your podcast about?" Because I would just like give them a sticker and be like, yeah. "This is my podcast." Like, what do you do? I'm like, "Well, I'm a I'm a I'm a stand up. I'm very new. I'm a pretty new stand up. I have a real like day job still, and as we all must in Vancouver, yeah, basically everybody. But Unless um, you're... but they're like, "What's oh, it about?" I said someone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, what I was start, what I started telling people was kind of like, cause there's a lot of really cool, there's more women comics in Portland by quite a oh, bit, really? honestly. Cause I feel like in Vancouver, it's only maybe 25%. Yeah. There's not that many of us. It's Less maybe, than it's that, probably. maybe like, maximum, like maybe seven thirty, but like seventy thirty. but I don't think it's even that much. Like it's hard to get a good, a sweet lady ratio as, uh, as Amber Harper Young commented on Facebook, like, Ooh, this yeah. show's got a sweet lady ratio. Yeah. It's like, Coincidentally, that's my new girl punk band name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I noticed there was a lot of women down there. And so I was talking yeah. to them and, uh, like Barbara Holm who put me on her show, who's a super, super sweet lady. Uh, and she's like, well, what's it all about? And I was like, well, it's kind of about the sort of dark intensity of female friendships in some ways. Like, not not specific... Like, in friendships in general, like, the way that you learn someone so much that you can be dark with them and you can mm-hmm. go to, like, deep, deep places. Um, yeah. So friendship in general, females' friendships specifically... Just because of our interactions. Just because of our interactions. And if and we have other guests. We... we pr- Predominantly have women guests. It's not yeah. only. It's like yeah. it's it's. Well, you had like the Steve man on. Before. Yeah. Well, it's like probably like seventy percent women guests. I think it's not necessarily intentional, I but we just gonna, like. I thought you were gonna say that Peaver is like seventy percent woman. <laughs> that's he, that's his own joke about cuttlefish. Like he, he's the one who self-identifies as a bit of a femme dude. So yeah. good on him. Um, but yeah, it's like it's about sort of the stuff that's beneath the surface in friendships mm-hmm. and the stuff that is really valuable in, in friendships with people that you truly love and trust and can be like your full self with. Yeah. Uh, and then also just like how you interact with the art that you do. Like mm-hmm. the, again, the behind the scenes stuff, like the just doing things like, mm-hmm. like ex- exploding and showing how hard things are sometimes just totally, to be like, this yeah. fucking sucks. Like it's so hot in here. We're so tired. Like just being honest about things just feels really good. And so it feels like a very, it's goofy. It's very self-serving. Yeah. But it's, but it's an authentic. Yeah. It's, a, it's cathartic and it's authentic. And people are like, that sounds awesome. Nice. Yeah. So That just yeah. made me really happy where it was like, it's not necessarily about anything specific, but it's more about the relationship between like us mm-hmm. and then getting to know our guests if we don't know them. It seems like the dynamic has been like, it's either one of you or I knows the person mm-hmm. and then the other one of us is getting to know that person right. live yeah. in the Some room, which is really cool. Some of my favorite podcasts are just about getting to know people on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just why I love you made it weird talking. even though it's a million hours long. I yeah, love, I, just I love, love the depth of that. Of we're, I usually skip through me. the intro I'm part. Panning. Yeah, no, we're going on like hour four, like 140, so oh, okay. like... Well, I guess we're pretty much No, but I'm it. saying oh, like yeah. I like a long podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you can delve into some stuff. So it's like what I would like to reconnect with is maybe going deeper with some of our guests about like can we talk about some uncomfortable shit or... Because yeah. for a while I feel like I was just being a little more surfacey. Yeah. yeah. You know? Sure. And so th- to reconnect with those feelings. Yeah. Authentic feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I know love that, that sounds shit. cheesy, but I'm a like, big oversharer. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I have a real sense. Like, I think growing up, I got the impression that my mom could read my mind quite literally. Like mm-hmm. that there was nothing I could keep from her. She would just yeah. be totally aware of it. And even now, like I don't really feel like there's much I can hide from people. Yeah. Because I just have this very expressive face. Like you swear hard on your sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. I'm not good at lying. I feel like I'll always be caught out in a lie. No uh, way. I'm not. I can't like. 
I can't, yeah, I just, I have to always tell the truth about what's going on for me. I can't even be like, oh, I can't come to your thing because I'm sick. No, I'll tell you exactly why I'm not coming. I like that, though. Well, yeah. In that particular case. Be like, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I would totally come if I could, but I'm just like so, like I'm sick and I'm busy. I'd be like, you know what, honestly, I'm just kind of burnt out and I I really support you and like I'll I'll try to make it up to the next one, but I'm just too tired. Yeah, that's that's so much better than lying though. Um, I feel like I was getting confronted for a little while with just like I am pretty good at keeping stuff a secret and keeping stuff very like on the surface and presenting a certain image. Yeah. Yeah. And like I kind of was exploding that on a few things and then that's kind of why when it's like I recorded myself being like, I'm a drunk stupid face. Like it's like Ooh, I have to really look myself what, in the eye. Yeah, here. what what secrets yeah. am I revealing? You know, and like I was getting more honest about certain things, but then it was like scary. Yeah. So and like I'm worried that people are gonna hear this and it's gonna affect my career no. and all my stuff. But it's like I think people It'll don't give fine. a shit. I think by and large people don't give a shit if you're not hateful. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like worst case scenario is generally like someone who may might reprimand you or something like you're not gonna lose yeah. your job or something yeah. through these things I don't think no I know but so Definitely like not. there's just a lot of things being caught up in like I've not been feeling super shit hot and I've been trying to like hide stuff and I'm very good at projecting like a good yeah. cool surface image so then it's yeah. like That's then, funny. It, then it feels like the podcast has been a little less because of that authentic because yeah. I've been trying to like hide all of that kind of stuff so it's like mm, I, I, I haven't you're back on track I haven't <laughs> no- just now that I've recognized that I, I haven't use... noticed that necessarily but now that you've said it I could feel it mm-hmm. like going back like I just like trying to like go back through the emotional file like like yeah. Bum, 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 bum. oh yeah that did kind of feel a little bit surfacey mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes that's good like we didn't get sw- actually no Venegas got real deep on the show yeah. like, he was like talking about dad stuff and yeah, mom stuff and his baby so cute oh my god his yeah. baby's so cute but like his own his own family yeah. and like yeah. but i noticed that like when we were in the second episode, like, way into our cups, I was like, oh, and my terrible dad, I don't know if he's still alive anymore, and it's just like, oh, shit, that came out, yeah. oh, dear, That's oh, dear. Funny. And I, I, I kind of <laughs> my dad's like, dead. Yeah, lucky. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did he suck? No, he was great. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was part of Bad Dad Club with a few of my friends who just yeah. said the bad dads. But he I was a religious it. dad, so I'm kind of glad that yeah. he's not around for to my watch adult you. life. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, I don't know. So, those were some I think that's, reluctancies that I was feeling. And that's fair. I think it's... Uh, yeah, this has always been the point, is like, lay bare the process. Yes, exactly. Right? Like, just to like, yeah. just be like, well, this is how I've been doing, and I feel like maybe I haven't been giving my all in terms of honesty, or like, mm-hmm. in terms of transparency. And Evolution, You don't have guys. to. You don't have to. Yeah. But if you want to, then I'm happy to encourage you to do that, because yeah. I love to spill. I like... Once I've wrenched it all open and everybody can see all my disgusting insides, I'm like, I don't have a secret now. Like, nobody can hurt me with anything because I've already laid it all out there. Totally. And that's the way I kind of try to live. And it, it hurts me sometimes. It makes me look over no, earnest and needy. Yeah. I, but love, I love being open. It's, it's just like, easier. yeah, it's so much easier. Sometimes I think like my life would be simpler if I had more. But that's the thing is I've been compartmentalizing more over the last yes. few months too. Like I've been not like being so forthcoming about certain aspects of my life with like new people. And I feel like I'm hiding my life in some, mm-hmm. in some ways. And then I'm, and then I like come back to my life and go like, well, what is this? Because I'm, I haven't been living this authentically. Mm-hmm. So it just, everything feels fake and weird. Yeah. You know, is that resonating with you? Oh yeah. Big oh, time. Yeah. And so that's something that I've been like, I've been crying so much this week. Like, let's get really real. I've been yeah. weeping, like full on sobbing a lot this week because I've been just like digging those things out and going like, this is what, th- how did this get here? How long has it been in this garden? Like, mm-hmm. let's pull this disgusting, <laughs> let's yeah. pull this disgusting, like turn up out of here and like put hey. it out of the, sorry. Those, those are, are my, those are my people. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just thinking of like a root vegetable that's hard to pull out of the ground. Yeah, those are my people. Rutabaga. <laughs> I'm so sorry. A rutabaga, a parsnip, whatever you like. Yeah. Uh, but like realizing <laughs> now that it's out there, now that I've confronted this scary thing, this mm-hmm. it, I'm being very vague because it's quite personal, but yeah. like now it's like, oh, well now we can move forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. Cause like, I definitely some... had like a big cry at the beginning of the week too when I realized that I've been bottling up a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like having a lot of like puzzling a lot of stuff over in my mind and like talking to you about it a little bit and talking to some other friends a little bit but not necessarily talking to the people that I'm involved that are affected by it it's like well I've made all these decisions tell me so I guess this is what it is now and then you tell the other person that's affected by it and they're like what no I don't think that why did you ah like like, I would have liked to have been consulted on this this." is a two-part this is a two-person discussion so I'm really trying to learn more about like being more of a team player with like people at work and people in relationships and yeah. all of those kinds of things and it's kind of scary because I like I really value my self reliance a lot. Yeah, we'll it's hard to each depend other on other people. This, this, this terrifying journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I think it's good. Like I feel I do feel like I've lifted a weight off myself this week where I was just good. like because if you you can have a pleasant surface experiences with people while you're doing that, while you're pushing it down. And and that's easy to rationalize the pushing it down because Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, our surface level interactions are very much easier now that we're not like poking at each other. And this could be like coworkers, your partner, your friend, like any number of things. Yeah. But then, but then you realize like, oh, I'm starting to like not like being around someone. Like, how Mm -hmm. do I fix that? It's like, oh, you actually have to deal with the problem that's come up and it's not fun. And there's going to be tears and maybe shouting and it's going to be hard and you'll either fix it or you won't, but it's kind of better than the purgatory of just like, Chilling with a gross this feeling. This is fine. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. And then that's like the and little it's dog not with the, the dog fire. with the fire. Yeah. yeah, the dog on fire. This yeah. is fine. So yeah. So that's kind of what I've been like feeling like for the flying last through the while. air myself. Oh. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. That's I'm fine cool. through the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like so many people are dealing with that because those memes are so popular. Yeah. And I read that on Twitter. Like everybody Millennial seems to be hell. going through that. So yeah. like, it's fucking super hard. It's growth year. Growth year for everybody. Okay. Is it really is right now? Okay. This is like we're. Me. We gotta suffer a bit. Well, how do we're we figure it out? How do we support each other while we're growing like this? <laughs> Kindness, yeah. like yeah. Being, listening, reminding people to be tender with themselves because it's very hard to do that for yourself. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. For some people, anyway, it's really hard for me to be kind. Like my wife cleaned our whole house while I was away, Aww. and I came home and I'm like, oh my god, it's so nice in here. Yeah. But I was still able the next day to like find dirt or whatever. So I'm like, well, now I have to do this. Like just because I needed to feel like I was doing something. Mm, and yeah. it was like, I couldn't just sit with a feeling and just like... Of being taken care of. Yeah, and just yeah. like process like being home and just like deal with kind of complicated feelings. Like I needed to be busy and do stuff. And it was mm-hmm. just stupid. Yeah. It was really dumb. Yeah. And it fine. just like, it's, yeah, it's fine because I'm a human and that's, yeah. that's how it goes. But it's like, oh man, I'm really not good at just being okay with like... Discomfort? With being uncomfortable mm-hmm. or just like... That's a skill you learn, though. Like, it's not something everybody comes programmed with. Yeah, like, it really, really is hard to not just distract yourself away from the issues. Yeah, and I can distract myself with stuff that's, like, good, like cleaning. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a good person because I'm doing something industrious. Yeah. (laughs) It's really just, it's just anything. Like, it's just a tick. Like, it it, It it could be like like eating five hot dogs. Like, Mm -hmm. I clean a bathroom. That's me and chips. Oh, well, it's also me and chips. Like, I clean the bathroom, then the chips. Yeah. I'm a Cool Ranch Dorito girl. What's your chip? I hate Doritos. Good. More for me. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we all eat chips together then. 
I like all kinds of chips, uh, except for Doritos. They're gross. <laughs> I had um, a taco loco finally. What? <laughs> oh, no. I went Flash back to the first episode. Yeah, I went out to uh, Taco Bell, and I totally was going to get one. Ed was like, that looks disgusting. Right? And you didn't do it. And then I didn't do it. It was it. like $1.50. They're I so know. cheap. It was pretty good. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It's a Dorito, but yeah. You like you like a potato chip more? I like a potato chip. Um, generally more than corn chips. I like regular chips. Really? I like ketchup nothing chips on them? with just salt on them. Wow. Nice. I like Classic. ketchup chips. Very I like Canadian. barbecue. I like salt vinegar. You like it all dressed? I like all dressed. <laughs> I do not care whole... for sour cream and onion. Oh, more you for me. All of, this, yeah. all of the chips I like, you don't like, so this is perfect. We got yeah. to the same parties. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, you take that end of the snack table. I got this <laughs> end. <laughs> and we just like eat it to the Cover. middle like, like a colony of ants or and something. And then kiss in the middle. <laughs> And then we kiss in yeah. the middle, like Lady in the Trap. <laughs> lady in the Trap. Like, it's the spaghetti line, but it's just, like, eight bowls of chips. <laughs> that is the romance that I need Lady in my and life. the chips. Lady and the chips. Ladies and the chips. That could be a really weird YouTube show that somebody would probably masturbate to. Oh, man. P- people will masturbate to anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we could leave it at that. That sounds Somebody good. might have just masturbated to this episode. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, it's don't. super unlikely. Don't though. email us. It's a very, very sexy episode. Unless you're Jeff Goldblum, in which case, email me specifically. <coughs> oh, also CC me on that. Yeah. Okay. K- Katie at sudo.ca. CC. I don't know what your email no. address is. Uh, it's fine. He's it's not listening. I love Jeff Goldblum at jeffgoldblum.com. Seahagspodcast yeah, at gmail.com. If you have anything to add to the Seahags mailbag, no one has emailed us. No one. I think it's probably because we keep saying, don't email us. <laughs> Do email us. Here's our email. Don't email us. Yeah, but email us about, like, nice stuff. Yeah. And, uh, oh, if uh, rating iTunes something. Yeah, rate, please <laughs> rate and subscribe and review on iTunes because I don't know how to. <laughs> and I it would be weird if my own name was on it. Yeah. That would be nice of you guys, and uh, we had it on a little high note at the end, and then I just trailed off thinking of, like, promo stuff. <laughs> it's all, we're laying bare the process. Yeah. Rate these lovely ladies on iTunes. Yes. Thank you, So, yeah, in terms Fatima. of, we've already talked about your show, so we'll put some links to them on the yeah. blog, and they're regu- regular the occurring, and it'll be awesome. So, yeah, we'll see you next week, maybe with more of a, like... More of a plan, maybe? Yeah, maybe, or just more of, like, some real talk. Yeah. Depending on what goes on. I'm going to yeah. be on an island all week, so I'll be, like, so chill when I get back. It's going to be Oh, my awesome. God, I'm so going to the island it. next weekend. Oh, yeah? Fucking yeah. yeah. Great. Maybe I'll see you on the ferry. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. bye. bye.